Welcome to Cup Talk. I'm Nick. And I'm Autumn. <laughs> what is up, lovely wife, Autumn? Just filling in. I'm not the greatest, like, co-host, but I'm here for you when you need me. Well, I mean, I tried to get this done with Ben before he left for Europe. For two weeks. And, and then... And then uh, we tried. To, I tried to like. Set Dude, I was up like, walk. "Hey, hit up Benny because on Instagram you're doing the tour of Europe. It yeah. seems like so it would yeah. be sweet if he could do a podcast while he's there." Well, we talked but, about it, and he said, "I mean, we'd have to do it at like one in the morning." Yeah, the time period. difference is crazy. But also, he said his internet wasn't super great. So, mm. and they're busy. I mean, they're in France, though. So, yeah, they're in. Yeah. They're in France. Uh, yeah, they're. I mean, but they're they're all over Europe. So. Yeah. So well, they like, went to the Netherlands, and then they're... So I guess, like, sitting down and recording a podcast, you know, for a couple, an hour or so, you know. the top of their priority <laughs> list. By the top of his priority list right now, so... It's all right. I'm here. I don't know. I try to keep my uh, emotions and feelings out of out of the, the podcast as much as I can. <laughs> why? That's that's why we do it. That's why we do a podcast. I know. Let's I get know. get our feelings and everything else, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, we usually... We, I mean, how was your weekend? It was great. <laughs> there was no, you know, <laughs> it's been weird since hockey ended because we haven't had much. I mean, Alexi's been doing like private lessons and, and all of that, but not as much hockey. And it's kind of was a boring, not boring weekend, but I feel like hockey weekends are so much better. You know, I want to touch on that like private lesson, like topic, because I feel like I, I, I've been hit up like by everybody and this yeah. person's doing private lessons, oh, yeah. this person and this person. And it's like, there's a lot of people out there that are just grabbing I, it's that a, cash. It's a know? hot market right now for those private lessons. And I, I'll tell you what, we, we've done this person, that person. I mean, we've done some really good ones mm-hmm. and we've done, you know, there's some other ones that are like... You're really charging that for what? And Yeah, well, or skills clinics. I mean, for someone we've been reached out to by, and sometimes not even reached out to, but we've been made aware of private lesson prices and clinic prices and this and that. And some of them are like outrageous for clinics. And well, I'm and like, there's no way. Yeah, It's a cash grab. I feel like it's like, who can I get to commit to my summer program or my private lessons or my whatever because well, I know that's it, what everybody's looking for right and now. And there's a lot of people that are like, hey, this person's doing private lessons. And I'm like, who is it? And they tell me their name. And I'm like, uh, never heard of that yeah. person. And so and they're like, yeah, they're uh, they're getting a bunch of kids. It's 75 bucks an hour. And I'm like, 75 yeah. bucks an hour to have a bunch of kids. Yeah. Like, I get a dollar per minute. Yeah. You know, kind of kind of like, you know, if it's one-on-one, like that's... Well. And then some, like, in, you know, power skaters Well, not and to stuff. mention, this isn't during a, a like, they, they aren't getting the ice on their own. This well, is some during, of them are. Uh, some of them are, but a lot of them are during stick and puck. Yeah. So they don't have a whole lot of overhead cost, yeah. to be honest. And I, and I will say, I think, I mean, I mean, we've gone with Cosman and his, and he does a really good job. I, I feel like he does a really good job. He's, I like his organized. coaching staff. He's organized. Yeah, I really like his coaching staff. Alexi's worked with Willie a few times, and he's he just committed to an oval. I think yeah, the they dogs. were saying 18 you Well, or he's like, like over that. there coaching, but I guess that Cosmo yeah. was saying that he was going to. But he's an awesome coach. Like when I saw the, the dogs did that, I was like, ooh, that's a good move because 
just with Lexi working with Willie, I don't know if it's that their personalities match really well or what, but she just, she, she loves him as a coach. Yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah. So I honestly shout out to Cosman cause he's, he's doing good things up in Ogden with yeah, kids. And, he is. And just stay organized. Yeah. I think, and that's, I think, and that's I think what Evan's do. doing it in Salt Lake County. We haven't been yeah, down he, there. And he's been a really good one too. Yeah. I, I shout out to Evan Stoff. We he should seems have like her with, with him a time or two, but it's just been it's easier up here. And I, and I would say those two are really good ones. Mm -hmm. I really don't, I know there's a guy down in Provo that does goalies and he does a really good job with goalies, but like there's a lot of guys in between, you know, those two. Is it Bustle? Um, he, he might be doing it, but I think it's, there's someone else too. Oh, okay. But, um, but there's a lot of people in between that I would be like, who, what? Like, and like, there's people like, I'll, I'll pay you to like coach my kid. And I'm like, Hey, you know, I, I love coaching, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like your buddy Jay. And oh, Jay! I mean, oh, Jay, yeah. Jay doesn't do it as like a business. He no. kind of does it on like a, a friend thing, you know. Well, I mean, he enjoys and he, watching and he does, the development. Well, of, and he and he does private lessons, but it's like people he knows. Like mm-hmm. he's not. Um, he's not trying to make a business. Out yeah, of it. yeah. He mm-hmm. kind of and he loves coaching, and he said that and he's like, you know, if I can help kids any way I can. Yeah. You know. Well, Alexi and, loved going. We went up to Park City, um, so that she could she could do a lesson with him, and she. It's just, you can see her body language on the ice when she's responding well to a coach and when she's kind of closing off. And I I think it's the coaches that are very like in your face and very, you know, that she's kind of like, whoa, (laughs) but, but she, it's, she just loved it. And she went right out at stick and puck a couple days later and learned exactly what he told her and taught her so that they could work on the next thing next time they work together. It's great. And I guess what I'm getting at is like the basis of like anytime there's a camp or there's a private lesson with like multiple kids. I'm like, okay, is this just a really expensive practice? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about camps, to be honest with you. I don't, I mean, I'm not a huge fan. No, unless this camp's like, like, like getting her out of her comfort zone and like really pushing her. Mm -hmm. And it's more of a full experience. Yeah. Well, to me, but to like, camps have a lot of kids. And they're high cost. Sure, yeah. you're on the ice maybe five days that week. But let's be honest. If you want to get your kid on the ice five days in a week, yeah. you probably can. Yeah. If you are committed to it. But you're committed to this camp, aren't you? Yeah. So what's the difference in paying a huge fee for this camp that they have, what, 30 kids or whatever it is? Yeah. I'm just not a fan. Well, I, I say do private lessons. I, I think there's so many more ways to spend that amount of money to get better instruction well, than I, a, a camp. I, That's just a, my opinion, though. I've had a lot of people like, oh, is Lexi doing camps? And I'm like, well, here's the thing. You can go get private lessons from somebody that, you know, you like or yeah. trust. And camps are 360 bucks or whatever. And private, or lesson, more. and private lessons are, you know, 60 bucks an hour. So you could probably do three, like, private lessons. The thing about private lessons, get, like more one on one, like I mean, the whole USA hockey model is t- talked about, like puck touches and how yeah. often your kids going, because just like a practice, if your kids only going every ten rotations, right. then they're really only skating for less than ten minutes mm-hmm. for a sixty minute, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. Yeah, well, and the thing I do like about private lessons is that. You're one-on-one. I mean, some of them are like two or three yeah. kids in a group doing it. But the the coach is watching 
one to three kids. Yeah. Not how many. And so there's little things that Willie, for example, is teaching Alexi that no one's ever picked up on because they're not looking that intent on her when she's shooting or when she's skating to say, hey, like, for example, her slap shot. She was hugging her one arm in instead of straight arms or whatever. I'm not a super hockey pro. But nobody's ever told her that. And he helped her with that. So there's things that with private lessons, I feel like they're getting that one-on-one coaching instead of, all right, good job. You did the drill. Just get through it. Just get through it. You know? Yeah. So. And, I, and, I, and I've thought about a lot, like, can can you be good at hockey without paying a lot of money? Yeah. Yeah, you can. I think like, you, you just like, need to. It's more commitment. Yeah, I think is. to me it's commitment. Getting your kid to the ice sheet how I many mean, times a week? I'll tell you what. I... I feel like I was pretty good as a kid and Ben was pretty good. Kyle was pretty good, you know, and like, I know lots of other people that were like super good. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of kids we play like men's league with that. Like we're super good when we were younger and, and I'm like, they didn't do like private lessons back then. Like they do now. Like, and those kids are like great. Those kids are also spending time at home with the puck and with the ball and with the stick. So I was thinking when we were talking, you were saying, you know, you get your kid out there five days a week, like almost getting your kid out there with a bunch of friends five times, you know, letting them play. Might do them a little better. Yeah. Like, (laughs) like that, that like, like a, you know, pure competition. Yeah. Like peer to peer competition, like is almost better than almost somebody else teaching your kid. I mean, other than like technical stuff and, you know, friends aren't going to pick up on what the other kid's doing wrong. Right, maybe right. maybe in a bad way, like putting yeah. down, you know, like your shot sucks, you know. And that's okay. <laughs> I mean, it comes from a kid. Yeah. It's not nice, but, you know, sometimes. Yeah, I, I think working learn. at home is huge. It is. It is. It definitely is. And it's it's crazy that, like, like Lexi, like, I can tell when she hasn't been shooting at home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just go down there and shoot. And then she goes out on the ice and bam, it's a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. You can also tell when she's kind of taking it easy for a while and then she gets back out there and I'm like, okay, you know, she's a (laughs) little rusty. It's okay. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people that preach don't even skate in the summer. Yeah. That's, I guess that's their choice. I mean, if Lexi wanted to take the summer off, I would totally let her. I, we are, and I think it's been a good thing. This is my first kid, but we let her decide. We let her decide what team she's playing for. We let her decide when she wants to play. We, we let her decide everything. Like I just let her make the decision and I say, okay, because I feel like she needs to learn to listen to herself, her body and say, I'm done or that's too much for me. Or I would love to do that. So and tryouts. I mean, we're, we got a busy week ahead of us. Yeah. It's been last night. And we got another tryout. Oh my tonight. gosh, they skated hard too. Yeah, like it's was, good for them. She's used to the skating. That was the hard, hardest but, tryout I've ever seen her yeah. play, and she tried out for it, a lot of. It's not that it was hard. The skills weren't hard. It's that it was just fast paced. It was intense. racing. It was intense, and and a lot of skating. Yeah. yeah, and so it was good. And she's got to go back tonight, and then she's got we'll Lady Grizz tomorrow and Wednesday. Yeah, so she then, has Mustangs yesterday and today, and then she has Lady Grizz tomorrow and the next day, and then she has Junior Grizz. The day after that, she has middle school, and... Yeah. And, oh, yeah, and earlier this week, there's a Wasatch Front fire practice. Yeah, and, and, then, we got, and then we got a tournament <laughs> this weekend, which... Yeah, so middle school, just, with she'll be with DCI for middle school, um, which I'm really excited for that team. I've seen their roster on that, and I'm, I'm excited to see how that goes. And then... Um, she has Wasatch Front Fire and then finishes out Junior Grizz. 
So, so I mean, we've, we've been kind of taking it easy, like skating one, yeah. maybe two times a week. Mm-hmm. If Try that. to give her some rest. And, and this week it's just going to be full blown yeah. and, and, and throw on the Stanley cup playoffs starting this week <laughs> and, uh, the Grizzly Grizzlies playoffs. playoffs are tonight yeah. and hopefully, I mean, this weekend. And so, oh my gosh, it's, it's, you know, I live for weeks like this though. I see a jam packed week like this and I'm like, all right, let's freaking let's, go. Let's go. Let's just like, we just got to wake up, get our yeah. work done. And so we can just, enjoy. you know, I am glad it's not summer so that we can like, like she, cause she's doing online school right now. And, and it's weeks like this that I do like the online school yeah. <laughs> because it, it's just not leave the house. Not that she doesn't do her schoolwork. She does her schoolwork still and she does it at home, but it's a lot quieter. It's a lot more in, relaxed of an environment so that at night she can really focus on, on hockey. So yeah, Man. yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's not like summer though, where they have like clinics and everything all day. I feel you know, like, but I honestly the day. feel like, like, like during the season you're like, okay, this is a lot of hockey. Then you're like, oh, summer will be easy. And then. Just like like with uh, there's so many summer opportunities. And I feel like it's just like the, all the skills clinics and stuff. It's yeah. it's a cash grab. I mean, it, it is a summer cash grab. There's ice, and you know people want to make money from that ice, and that's and, and, and that's there's great the kids that, that want to keep their skill up through the summer. But I so. think I think they should push more stick and pucks. Yeah, I do feel like you can. Alexi last season during the summer, I feel like is when she it clicked for her. Yeah. And so I can't say I hate summer skating. Well, it, it's... Because I feel like it's a time for kids to really say, okay, do I want to excel and learn a lot over the summer? Or do I want to take it easy? Like, what do I want to do? You yeah. Know? And I mean, there's a lot of people that say, oh, you take summers off and this and that. And I mean, that's their philosophy. But like my philosophy when I was younger as a kid was like, Okay, season's over, and I didn't play a lot of summer hockey. Yeah, I did, I think I played some like I would do like the, like the six week thing in Ogden. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I started out doing, and but I just worked on my own stuff. Like that's when we got in the basement and yeah. shoot pucks and yep. went outside and we would play. You know, like like pit, we called it puck, but it was our version of pig, but yeah. puck. Yeah, and like we shot all over, and that's where we got good at shooting. That's where we, like we worked on our skills. Right at home. So I feel like I got better as a kid working in the summer, but on my own. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like sticking pucks and stuff, like, you know, just going and having fun and playing a little, you know, like half ice pickup, you know, or right. games. So <clears throat> yeah, summer hockey, I mean, to each their own, how they want to take it. Yeah. But we can, uh, we can move on. I mean, there's no like high school really. I mean, I think the, the like high school has a summer league going on right now i don't know they might um i know they have junior high and a lot of the kids are doing it's sixth seventh and eighth grade and then ninth tenth eleventh twelfth is high school so i'm excited this is alexi's first year she's going into sixth grade so this is her first year doing middle school and i'm excited for her yeah i, it's, I really it's kind am. of a new thing it's kind of growing here in and Utah. i'm excited for her to play with the um older kids in a sense because with lady grizz she was skating with 14s at some at some points and she was still a 10 um, because they would do kind of warm ups together. And it, it gave her a little anxiety being with the older kids, but yeah. it was good for her. It pushed her hard. So yeah. I think it'll be good for her to skate with these older kids at these middle school. It'll be good for the kids. Yeah. And, and it kind of gives, I mean, summer also is a time for like a lot of people to reset and decide mm-hmm. what they're doing next season and going forward with what 
And I, I've tried to share like it's all the tryouts. It's different this season though, with tryouts being and the state, yes, did decide this for 10, like late, late in the year, and so it kind of got thrown on a lot of people like late. But um, I mean, there's people that were ready for it, and there's people that weren't ready for it. I feel like, and yeah. I feel like, <laughs> you know, I try to share like when people have tryouts because I think everybody should know what every other organization yeah. is doing. Because I feel like it's important for organizations to lay it out flat out. This is what to expect. Yeah, this is. And, and, you know, some do it at the parents meeting, but I enjoyed having it on the tryout form. I enjoyed having, uh, I mean, who was it? It was Park City, Park City. City, If you go to their website, it says who the coach is, how many ice times you'll get. And oval practices. was the the oval was like the that oval too, did that it? yeah but I I just know the Park City's website yeah. is like in oh, detail. Oh Park City they have it they're so organized and they should their organization is one that that all the other organizations should take note of because I mean every organization it doesn't matter what organization you play for every organization complains about not having enough ice time and not having. You know, this or that. But yep. guess what? Park City has one, one ice sheet. sheet. Yep. And they're landlocked, you know, in Park City. So, like, yeah. so like people that are coming to Park City are either dedicated mm-hmm. or they live in Park City. Well, they have figure skating up there, too. Well, they have everything. They have they, men's leagues. They have yeah. they have the semi-pro pioneers. So, my, my, right my feeling about that is you can complain about ice time if you want to complain about ice time. But Park City does it. Park City does it, and they so, seem to be doing it very well because yeah. they are succeeding. I know the Eagles beat them both in the championships. You know, 16 the, tier two still went to nationals. Yeah, they did. They, they, they did. They went up to Boise, I think, and they won a tournament that got them at nationals. Mm-hmm. And they ended up actually doing better than the, yeah, uh, they better did than the Eagles slightly, at nationals. Yeah, they did do better. Um, Eagles, they all of their losses for, were in, like, I think, overtime and shootouts. Which yeah. is hard I mean, when you go to nationals. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you know, so, I mean, Eagles did really good at nationals too, but did. yes, park city, park city did a little bit better at the 16 level. So that's, that's great for them. But what I'm saying is like park City's doing it well and they are doing mm-hmm. it, you know, yep. at that rink with one ice sheet. Well, I have to say we were just up there for stick and puck and I feel like they were very organized with stick and puck. I felt like they were very friendly. Yep. Like Alexi really wasn't sure where the girls locker room was. Cause that's not a rink that we visit super often. Yeah. And there was someone that was just right there willing to help. And he was super kind to us. And I have nothing bad to say about if, Park if, City. If I was going to model a rink after any other rink in Utah, mm-hmm. I, I'd model after Park City. I like, yeah. I like the facility, how it's set up. I do too. I like, I mean, the seating for you is really yeah, great. The, the handicap, handicap is great. Is and and the, the elevator I mean, even though everyone uses the hand, I mean, that's where all the... Yeah, I do get annoyed. All the old people or well, just people who like to put old their people. feet up. It's just the people that are like, dude, I'm chilling up here. I'm yeah. not sitting down there. And it's I mean, like... Or the people recording, you know, like... Yeah. Like, I do get annoyed because it's not... It, for me, it's like, that's not what it's there for. So... Yeah. I mean, Steiner has the same kind of area, but like there's usually not chairs. But if there is chairs at Steiner... They're full. Right there, people, that's the first place people sit. It annoys me so bad because I'm like, I just want to sit with my family and my crew that came to watch this game. So, like, see all these benches? They're available. I can't sit on those benches. Hey. Don't get me started. People that sit in handicapped seating at, you know, Bountiful, Steiner, you know, Mm -hmm. Park City, they should have to be forced to sit at the handicapped seating at the Oval. Yeah. (laughs) What handicapped seating at the Oval? They can sit on the little hand crank lift. 
Yeah, you get up on the bleachers and there's no freaking place for you to put your wheelchair. That they can just sit on the hand crank lift. Yeah, oval sucks. <laughs> for Anybody that is from the oval, I'm really disappointed in the ADA at the oval. It is so bad. For hockey. For hockey. I mean, if I was going to watch someone on the oval, the like Olympic oval, okay. Or like if you were going there for like post-skate, like hang out, you know, I know you don't skate much. But yeah, you know. <laughs> but even then, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just really, honestly, it's a shitty setup. <laughs> Yeah. It is horrible, and <laughs> yeah. we're about to spend the weekend there. Yeah, it's so gonna be great. We're gonna have a tournament there, so Autumn will be sitting with her eyes just above the boards on the yeah. side, or if she wants to brave the hand crank lift and sit all no. by herself. No, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'll sit on the side. Yeah. Anyway, we don't have to talk right, about that. Yeah. So you know, everyone's picking their organizations this year. So yeah. hopefully, your organization. We just went. Uh, oh my gosh, there was uh, in in um, Ogden. There was fifty kids. 50 kids. 50 kids. 12 U tryout. Probably, maybe even more, but yeah, it might I, have been 55, I, would, 60. I would guess around 50 kids. And I truly hope that they fill two teams. They had enough talent there for two teams. I hope they don't fill two teams, but that's. Yeah, well, me. where are these kids going to go? Don't get me started on Davis. Okay, well, I. DCYHA, I'm disappointed. Yeah, I am. well, well, here, I'll tell you what. Here's my, my philosophy in this whole. The in Utah, so it used to be. I think it needs to go back to the old way, but I'll explain why. Like, because like right, like house. So house programs. I mean, you can call it whatever you want. Some people call it county. It's not really county. It's house. It's in house programs, and so when I played in house, you would play for in house, but then you also could play for a travel team. But you had to be registered for an in house program to support that program mm-hmm. to pay them your. Back then, it was like only like 300 bucks, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but then you could play for a travel team. And yes, it sucks on the weekends that there's travel because your house team could be a really good house team, but now it sucks this week because half your players are playing travel. But for the most part, they're going to be there. And and so what would you rather have? Like kids missing for a week or two here and there? Yeah. Or a lot more kids at practice. So and you're then, saying this was going on instead of D1, D2 yeah, structure? Yeah, yeah. It was house structure. Yeah. Okay. But also, everyone wants ice time. Mm-hmm. Okay? Everyone needs more ice time. But if it was the old way and you played house, you got to practice with your house and a game with your house if you could make it. And then with your travel, you get a practice and a game. That's four ice touches a week. Yeah. If you're playing travel and the travel team only has to get two ice sessions a week. Yeah. Because your house program's getting two ice. You know what? Here's my argument, though. That works if the whole state does it. it yes, yes. It, it is has not going to be gonna work way. as a single organization. And here's why. is because if one organization is doing that, who else are they going to play? Well, they can't do they, it. They can't keep up. They well, can't keep up with a D1-D2 organization that is splitting their rec program as D1-D2. And you can't keep up as a in-house program with travel from there, even then, or a select from there. Yeah, you can't unless the whole state goes to it. Yes, that's that's very true, and you know, the, I think it should go back to that way because what has happened, like to my knowledge, and what I see happening is, is there used to be one. I mean, there's only one tier one team or mm-hmm. AAA, whatever you want to call it. West Coast uh, but Renegades, now, right? But then there was a, you know, the tier two is just growing. Oh, tier two, they gave freaking anybody the chance to have a so tier two. So now you have like tier two, I think in Provo, they in can In my have, opinion, it's going to be watered have down. Provo, uh, Eagles can have it. And I think the dogs can have it. Mm-hmm. 
That is four tier two teams. They are hoping that they'll fold if they don't have enough talent. But really, who's going to fold? Who's going to fold? I'll tell you what. I, I know the Ogden organization, and they're not folding if they don't fill. The, they're just going to fill the teams. Yeah. The Eagles are probably going to fill the teams. And if the they dogs, don't, the dogs have enough people. The dogs have enough kids that they can fill those teams. Whether those kids are and, and Provo will probably try to fill them. And most of those organizations will have some kids that are at that level playing. Some. Keyword, and some. They will have some. <laughs> and that's what they're going to base this off of. And that's why they're going to feel like they can fill the teams because they're going to help the other kids that are maybe a little bit below can play up to that level. So let me ask you this. Is that going to hurt? So are we talking just 16? We're talking 16 you? Yeah, because you can't. Tier no, two. 14. 14 and 16. So is that going to hurt travel? At yeah, that it level. will because that you're going to be having, travel. You're going to have travel kids playing up to fill, hold those teams, mm-hmm. and so the travel teams now are pulling all those D1 kids up that yeah. you know may be better at D1, and then your D2 level is the is really what you're doing is you're you're widening the gap between the D2 and the D1 level mm-hmm. because at D2 are like the kids that really need help or or the kids that are just starting. Yeah, that are just starting. And would benefit from a real, and the state would benefit from a real D2 program. Yeah. You know, where it's a little bit more competitive because, you know, you have, you know, likewise, Mm -hmm. you know, skill. But when you, when you pull kids one way or another, like Mm -hmm. you get worse hockey, I think, because I think when you pull kids up, they're trying to keep up and I think Mm -hmm. they can more hang going up because it's easier to, to blend in. Kind of like if you're, yeah. you're, because I mean, we played for the. I have to admit, our, Alexi our, well, played well, well, 10U D1, yeah. D1 as a first year 10U, and she had no idea really what to, she was going from mites to 10U, and she went D1. But playing at that level made her step it up. Yeah. Yes. So what and, and so she was on the D two team. I can't say that she would have stepped it up and and excelled as much as she did. So because she was on yeah. the D one team. So here's my argument. And it's not just my kid. So here's Other my kids are that way too. For, for pushing everybody up. It's easier to blend in skating up. It really is. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I know that sounds bad that like if you're not good enough to play on a good team, but but think about men's league. There's a lot of kids that are people that probably are new that probably don't belong in like you know, like we play on our Friday night league. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people that probably belong in the C league. Yeah. But they want to skate with us. Right. And so they just they blend in and they just work hard. Mm-hmm. So it's I mean it pushes them. But you know, it's a lot easier for them to blend in. So, like, I mean, take Lexi's team for last year. It was a D1 team, but there was probably five kids on that team that probably were would have been better suited as a D2. D2. But they, they worked. They, you know, they could kind of... Oh, they wanted can, to be D1. <laughs> but and they, and they could skate back and forth with the puck. Yeah. And move with the play. And who says where they would be at the end of the season? Well, I mean, they can move back and forth with the puck, but there's a lot of kids, like, think of how many... Like how much time the kids, the puck was on that kid's stick. Mm-hmm. Mm, less than 10 seconds yeah. a game, yeah. maybe, you know. And so, but when you have a kid played down, so say you have, say you have a D1 kid and they want to, and your program doesn't have D1 available, but you want to stick with your program and that kid has to play down. It's a lot harder to blend in skating down when you're good. Oh, yeah. Because it's just like men's league. When you're playing in a C league, a D league, and there's a guy in that league that should be playing A, it's you can annoying. spot him out. 
Oh yeah. He's that guy. Oh, yeah. He's the well, guy that can take the some, puck coast to coast. Alexi did this. She's like, I mean, for example, the one lady Grizz in-house skate that Alexi did with the 10, it was supposed to be 10, 12, but there was mites out there too. What, how many goals was scored? When she played four, she yeah. scored like four or five, I think. So, no, I think 13, it was, I think they won. Yeah. Five to one. It was one. six zero. Yeah. And she scored five goals and assisted one. Yeah. Like and how I would say the Lady Grizz girls kind of caught up a little bit. They, well, and it could have been who was there and all yeah. of that. But what I'm saying is if she played that for a whole season, yeah. and she's not the only one. There was a few kids that were on her team that was the same as her that were the same way. That if they played that the whole season, that's they're not going to excel. They're yeah. just sitting there running the score up, making it not fun for the other kids. Yeah, and I mean, the way Lady Grizz did is they would you know, kind of move those kids back yeah. or put Pull them on D or, you know, put the eight U's with mm-hmm. them, you know, mm-hmm. like the lesser skilled. So, which is frustrating for Alexi when she goes out there with two but people that's on I'm her saying. line that are mites. Yeah. So, <laughs> so know? does she really benefit just, from it? No, no, they're not going to grow that way. They're not going to grow. And any kid that is put in an uncomfortable position and is put in a position where they're trying to keep up, they're going to grow more. And I know it's uncomfortable. And I know sometimes it sucks but to lose. It's also, but they're going to grow. But but like to like, you know, d- defend the fact that they're going to fill these teams. It's going to be easier for these kids to blend in skating up because they can just move back and forth yeah. with the puck. And no one's keeping track of how much time that kid actually has the puck on a yeah. stick. How many passes that kid catches. Yeah. How many passes that kid makes. I'm anxious to see how the tier goes. We'll There'll see. be a lot more tier teams, I think. I know, but is it good? Is it good for Utah? Is it bad for Utah? And there's going to be less D1 teams because how many real D1 teams were there last year? What, five or six? No, there was like seven, I think, because Mm -hmm. the Grizzlies Junior, I mean, Travel B is technically a D1 team Mm -hmm. because, you know, D1 is actually B. Well, they play D1 tournaments. I mean, it's called B, you know, if you want to go C, B, A, Mm -hmm. A, A, Triple A, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Not, I not. I mean, just watching the twelve view, I'm not thrilled with with the fact that there's not an Eagles twelve view this season. No, and I'm being honest with you. I have fought this battle, <laughs> and anybody that knows knows I have fought over and over and over months. It, I've been Nick's been with me. I've been trying to fight this for months because I know that there's some opinions, and I know my opinion is different than those. And I think that, that that Eagles team last year was something kids looked up to. Well, we went to the tryouts yesterday, and the probably the best five kids on the ice Eagles. were all Eagles kids. Where's the pride? Where is the pride? Yeah. DCYHA, I love them. I, I love every single person on the board. But we got it. Like, where's the pride? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even just posting in the social media stuff for them, I feel like I've gotten to know these kids. And i they're good kids. Yeah. They are good kids. And I just, I, I feel like it's wrong to just be, I, there's been every reason in the book why there's not a 12. I need to stop talking. <laughs> I, I need to stop talking. Well, I mean, my, my argument for, for the Eagles having a team was you're going to have a travel team. I mean, we're talking only the 12U level. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a travel team in Ogden. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be a travel team at Salt Lake Steiner mm-hmm. because the Lightning aren't doing a travel. So there's going to be travel in Ogden, Park City, Oval, Provo, and Cottonwood. Mm-hmm. So between, I mean, Cottonwood, Oval, and Provo. I mean, not Cottonwood, Oval, 
and Park City are all about, you know, 20 minutes away from mm-hmm. Salt Lake. Yeah. But you're talking 15 minutes from Ogden. So you're oh, yeah. talking a 15-minute gap Oh yeah. between people driving back and forth, choosing which side they want to go. But if there was an Eagles team, it'd be right smack dab. Yeah, they don't, they don't They don't practice in D.C. But, you know, in Davis County. They might but get some practices in some they games. They might, but, but that's kind it's, of like it's Davis County. It. it is still Davis County. It's D.C.Y.H.A. that is putting on this team. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, for Alexi, I know, and for some other kids, that's Davis County's travel team. Yeah. They had in Davis County a killer 12U D1 team last year. No. Yes, they did. No. DC no. Wind had a 12U D1 oh, yeah, yeah, team yeah. last year that yeah. won the Iron Cup. They did really well in tournaments. They were a good D1 team. All those kids could have had the opportunity to stay at DCYHA yeah. and play for a travel team. Yeah. They could have. A but now, them, where yes. are they going? They're going to go to other organizations. Yes. So. So, I mean, we watched Forrest Gump last night, so. Uh... And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. Uh, I, I got to stop talking about it. Yeah, yeah. You're I good. Clearly, We're good. We're good. I clearly have an opinion, and I needed to stop because it's over. It's not. There's not going to be an Eagles 12. And I'm really excited for the 14-16s. Hey, we, are, we already said that's all we're going to say about that. Well, Eagles 16... Zan Hobbs, head coach. <laughs> hey, yeah. So, yeah. Local boy. If you got if you got kids wanting to try out for, you know, 14, 16s, I, th- I would say the Eagles is where to go. Yeah. I mean, I know there's other programs that are going to have ice time and stuff. And Nick, I, was it you or Ben that played with Dax? I, I Ben played with Dax, and he played one year, I think, with Zan. So, Zan's older brother, Dax, these guys played a little bit. And, yeah. and Zan, they're g- good kid. He, yeah. They're so good at hockey, they're... He'll be a good coach. Good so, head coach. Yeah. So. I mean, we can move on to like what's going on. I mean, I know a lot of the colleges are having tryouts or have just recently done tryouts. No BYU. Um, no BYU. But I do hear a lot of those guys are jumping over to UVU. I know. So I'm really pumped to see this let's UVU hope, team. Let's hope they get jerseys earlier on. <laughs> yeah. Like. UVU, get the jerseys ordered. Maybe get them local. Get yeah. your jerseys made locally. Nick's or, all about that local, locally <laughs> made. He's so Dude, sick of people I, wearing jerseys. I'm so sick of these. I'm. I know you can sublimate anything on a jersey, and you can make them look on paper the coolest jersey. You could do that in Utah if you wanted to. Yes, I know. There's companies. There's a company in Bountiful that does yeah. it. And so, like, you could do it right here in house for a couple bu- extra bucks and not have to wait three months. Yeah. But okay, the sublimated jerseys are. Are not that cool. Well, you I, get the the people that bring them in their little on their hangers yeah, to the games. You and know, I'm like, you this can, is a sub dyed jersey, dude. You can take a sub dyed jersey, roll it into a ball, <laughs> stick it. Who knows where? In the sweatiest, you know, <laughs> sock or whatever, and and you can pull it out for game day. And guess what? You get a little whip, and it looks just like it oh, came freshy, out. Of, fresh. You know, like you just got it from the dry cleaner. Mm-hmm. That was one thing about the Lightning last year is everybody had sub-dyed jerseys, and because Alexi came late, she got a patch jersey, and it's it, a lot nicer. It's so good. <laughs> like, teams need to go back to yeah. patches because I'll tell I love you, them. Like, I, like, and even the screen print's even better, but, I mean, I have some of my jerseys from when I played, mm-hmm. and, I mean, sub-dyed wasn't a thing when I played, so, like, I have some screen printed, but guess what? My, my Utah Stars jersey is my favorite jersey I ever yeah. wore, and, dude, that thing is stitched all, like the name is stitched, it's the legit. numbers are stitched, the front it of it legit. is stitched. That is a freaking cool jersey. I mean, even even if you went like rec or in house, 
sub dyed and then travel team stitched. No, don't even sub dye them. Like, you okay, know what, if though? you want to do, they want it. cheaper fees. They don't want to go pay an expensive price for a jersey. Yeah, in house. Yeah, but but can, a travel team, you're paying money to travel. You're paying an expensive team fee. Why wouldn't you get a freaking nice jersey? You can get okay if they're all about getting it cheap. You could buy a thousand patches and have patches for front of your jerseys. I mean, yeah, if you're older, you ordering could, in that bulk, you could get them. You know. And you could have patches forever. Yeah, and just get them just, put on and locally. Just press them, yeah, and, and buy numbers. You can buy, and you can just go to an embroidery place, and they'll put on numbers and names for you, and it's gonna look good. And that kid's gonna take more pride in that jersey, and then he's gonna take more pride in his yeah. team. Because I'm telling you what, that's where the pride comes. What? From. And you're saying the jerseys could look the same from year to year instead of sub dyed changing every year? Yeah, because <laughs> well, and and even if they want to stick with the same sub dyed, it just, I mean. You know, a kid wants to wear his jersey. I, I think of, like, the kid down the line. He's 10, 10 years out of playing youth hockey. His kid, his friends call him up and say, hey, we're going to play in the pond. Mm-hmm. And he goes in his closet to look for a jersey. Is he pulling out that DC Wind sub dye jersey? No. No. He's grabbing whatever thing Patch. has stitches on it. Oh, you yeah, know? fancy, fancy. And so, I mean, I... I go for my USA hockey one a lot, but it's, but I guess I mean, what I wear my Utah Stars you, one playing if, on the pond all the time. I know you do. To be honest with you, if I got an option of a stitched jersey or a sub dyed jersey, I would go stitched every time. I'd pay the extra money. Yeah, that thing's legit. That thing's oh, yeah. cool. Like, and I mean, these kids are going to keep, like, I have a lot of my jerseys from the oh, summer. Yeah. So, like, your kids are going to keep these jerseys. Yeah, they and are. And if they're sub dyed, I don't see them keeping them. I've already lost one of Lexi's, two of Lexi's, I think, you know. Or you just giving just them to giving someone them else to use. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> don't need this jersey anymore. So let's get back to the patches. You know, let's yeah. get back to that. I like it. So, I like the patches. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So UVU, get your jerseys early. <laughs> That's where we went off the rails on this one. I was trying to think of I was trying to reel back yeah. in. Like, where did we get off on this yeah, jersey? Yeah, I'm talk? excited to see what UVU does this year, having kind of pulling some of those players over from BYU. I, I will. I think I think it's like a, you know, they've they've kind of been the 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 whipping kid, you know, as you can call it or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, they have. In Utah, have. that's kind of like never been good. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not good. that they're not good. They're good. I think they just need a little bit more experience on the team. Maybe, yeah. If, in my opinion. Yeah, so, um, I mean, not that they haven't had good talent, and they, they won some good yeah. games last year. Like, yeah. They won some games. They, like they the, have good talent. But, but I'm saying if you took their record and put it up against every yeah, other record in Utah. Yeah, they've had a rough time. Yeah. They, they don't match up. So, right, right. Like, good on them for sticking to it, and here's, you know. Let's go. It's Christmas Day for them. LFG. <laughs> let's go. Uh, speaking of let's go, um, men's league starting up. This next week, hopefully we can men win more games for the summer. Whoa, the Cup Talk team! <laughs> I love them. I love Autumn's them. I'm sick of us losing. She's sick no, of coming. She's not. It's she's fine. not coming. I'll come, I'll come either way. Hey, they're earlier, and I woo every time you guys score. Woo. Like you listen for me, I woo. <laughs> hey, hey, there was a live. Okay, there was a live band that would come for what team? Oh, the the Hawks. The Hawks. Yeah, someone on that uh, team's legit, kid like, had drums. He showed up. Well, he showed up at the keyboard. keyboard one time, and then it just slowly grew. I think now it's drums, keyboard, and a guitar. 
We we need to talk to Bo. And a singer, maybe? We need to get these guys hired Dude, for every men's league game. I have to admit, at first I was like, what in the hell is going on? We need to get a couple <laughs> sponsors for this men's league. And, and guess what? We get the live band there. Playing. At first I was. I was, I was like, like Dude, oh, geez, giving like the, wide eyes, but... After, I mean, it does make the games kind of fun. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, I mean, you go to the Grizzly game, it's fun listening to music. And, and people will laugh because it's men's league, it's beer league, whatever. Speaking but of going to a good game, we went to it. Oh, it's, never mind. You know what? If you're having a good time, who gives a shit what it is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, I think, you know, everybody should, you know, just have fun with whatever hockey they're playing. Yeah. And so, yeah, so men's league starting soon. And, but I was going to say, Speaking about like having fun at a game, we went to the Caps game. Caps oh, Vegas yeah. game. I forgot. Was it like last well, I didn't week? forget, but like I week, forgot we were talking about it. A week and a half ago now? Yeah. It was, well, we had to go to St. George for a dance competition for our, our middle girl, Alice. And we really <laughs> talked about going to an NHL game. We, we were talking with our friends about going to Colorado. And I'm like, neither of the two teams well, that we're playing okay. well, are our no, favorite no, 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 teams. No. You really got to back it up because we, we were talking about going to that. But that had really nothing to do with going to this game. But her competition was supposed to be on Saturday. <sighs> and then we had a wedding on Friday in St. George. George. So we were going to go down Friday, you know, and catch like the reception and go to the competition on Saturday. The competition got moved up to Thursday. Yeah, there's so miscommunication. To... So now the comp was Thursday, wedding Friday. Yeah. Cats so, game in Vegas, Wednesday. And so I, I was watching, <laughs> like, I think I was watching either the Vegas or the Caps game on TV, and they mentioned, like, that that was going to be yeah. a matchup on Wednesday. I, I went into Autumn in her office. She was working. I was like, guess what? Guess who's playing in, in Vegas? And we even talked about going to the Vegas game yeah. on Sunday because Chris Our friends, and, yeah. yeah. Alexi's coach was going to the San Jose game we're against like, oh, Vegas. And close. we're like, hmm, maybe we'll go after just over to Vegas and then head home. And then we saw that the and Caps I, were I playing. I walked in and I was like, hey, guess who Vegas plays on Wednesday? And she's like, who? And I'm like, the Caps. And she's like, we're going. We're going. <laughs> I was like, "Don't tell the kids; we'll surprise them." Yeah. So, oh man, it worked out. It was perfect. Oh, I mean, it was it was great. Caps ended up losing, actually. Yeah, but Ob scored his fiftieth. Oh, we scored we one. We got to see him. He scored his fiftieth, and he probably should have had two more. Like, yeah, dude, he could have got a Hattie for sure. And and like Vegas, like we sat down low, dude. That place is fun. It's loud. Like, you know the loud when you can, like, fill it in your guts, yeah. like, in your chest? Yeah. <laughs> it's so I loud there. It. I love it. You know, Alice is like, that, that it makes me hurt. <laughs> Alice is the biggest faker that she doesn't like hockey. <laughs> she always is like, oh, we're going to a hockey game. Oh, I bought guess, that girl pom-poms. She likes has, hockey now. I'll tell you what. Like, Alice has more fun than any one of us at a hockey game. She likes to dance. <laughs> she is the only one jumping up, singing every Dude, song. I will buy her pom-poms at every stadium if that <laughs> makes her have fun. Uh, so, so, so that was a blast. Yeah, it was It was awesome. I feel like every time we've been to Vegas, we've seen like a some part a part of history you know i i mean we've we've only been there twice and we've seen the caps both times we saw the caps win the cup i mean like hello part of history yeah and then will we ever see that again 50th and tie mike Mm bossy rest in peace yeah and wayne gretzky on nine seasons with 50 goals yeah it, it was awesome to see and even though they lost in overtime i've I was like, dude, I am so satisfied with this game right now. I'm good. <laughs> it's okay that they lost. I'm good. Yeah. So even though I was hoping they would get a little good push, because I did not want to play Florida Panthers first round. Yeah, and I'm glad Vegas didn't make the playoffs. 
Yeah. Because hopefully tickets get a little bit cheaper on the on the daily down <laughs> yeah, they're, there. Yeah, they're kind of expensive. So, I mean, we played the game. We, we gambled and bought them day of. Yeah, we got lucky with tickets, guys. We did. We did. So, but um, speaking of going to great games, I mean, the Grizzlies were in the playoffs last week. We didn't yeah. go to the game on Friday because we were at the dance thing. Yeah, we were in But we, we drove back Saturday, went to the game on Saturday. Dude, we were home for like five minutes, turned around, got in the we car, did. and went back to the Grizzlies. We, we drove straight from, we, we stayed in St. George that night. Drove straight home. We Got came, our we Grizzlies jumped, gear. And we like, we're talking like, should we go straight to the game? I was like, if we go there, we're going to be an hour and a half early. And like, we're going to have that feeling like we have not. Well, been we home. also live like 45 minutes to an hour north of the, of the Maverick Center. Yeah. So we literally drove past the Maverick Center to come home for five minutes and get our Grizzlies stuff. <laughs> I told everyone. And I, drive back. I said, everybody's got five minutes. It ended up being like 12. Ten, it's yeah. 12 minutes. All right. Okay. 12. <laughs> but. We made yeah, it on time. We Lexi did. picked up fish or Lexi tried. Did. Yeah. She She's, she got on the ice to help pick up fish yeah. and we got to throw some fish. You know I what? mean, I didn't I didn't have time to stop and get a fish and Mark, Mark got some it. fish, but Kai threw one and Mark like handed me one, like went to go hand me one. I was like, "Oh, it's okay. You throw it." And then I got pelted with something. I turned around and there <laughs> It's a fish. Guy hit with a fish. So I got a fish. I got to throw that fish on the ice. I know. I get, it's you one of my seen favorite the video, traditions. It's on the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite traditions. Oh, and I know that it's not convenient for some people, but we've been doing it since I can remember. Dude, that like like I love Like that is a tradition. I love grizzly hockey, but like I freaking love playoff grizzly yeah, hockey. Yeah, like there's been so many memories of throwing fish or the fish thawing out under our chairs because the grizzlies <laughs> didn't score till freaking third period. I don't remember every grizzly game I've gone to, but I remember every time I've thrown fish. Oh, yeah. Ice. Oh, yeah. It's just a whole nother level to playoffs. Yeah. It is. And so I know it's inconvenient for some people and it takes a minute to pick the fish up and they're yucky and they smell and whatever. But... That's the tradition. I mean, they, imagine, what is it, Detroit, where they throw hey, squid on the ice? Is what. that what it is? I'll tell you what. If imagine it, if that was gone. Like, well, that is no, a playoff. But it, it is gone, kind of. It's, it's, it, you're not supposed to take it in. So, you want to know what? If they take it away, all you're going to have is people sneak fish in anyways. Nick's going to be freaking saran wrapping fish to his legs. Oh, dude, I'm going to wear, like, plastic. I'm going to wear my waders and just fill them up with water and fish in my pants and just pass them out to people as I walk in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got what do you think I don't have anything in my pants get your fish <laughs> stinky fish oh my gosh alright but yeah so grizzly game tonight with me let's just yeah. talk about that I mean, well so I'm, I've am i got to head up to tryouts with Lexi yeah, Nick's gonna head down to the game and <laughs> I'm gonna try to I'm gonna haul balls down there <laughs> yeah, after the tryout so, <laughs> it's gonna be great they, uh, hopefully they've scored by then. You don't get a chance to throw fish, but well, I'll just I'll survive seeing videos. All right, so I'm I'm super excited for the Grizzly game tonight. I mean, you guys probably won't listen to this until tomorrow, so yeah. Hopefully they won already, yeah. And we're moving on to the second round. If What's not, the series three two. Yeah, so if they win tonight, they're moving on. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but if not, maybe we'll see you Wednesday. I think that's when Game Seven will be. So okay. So Grizzlies are doing good. Hopefully they keep that run going. And, uh, yeah, so Grizzly okay. Hockey's going. And, I mean, the big thing, I mean, this is Cup Talk. The show's called Welcome to Cup Talk because, come on, Stanley Cup Playoffs. Yeah, we got to talk about it. So Stanley Cup Playoffs start tonight. Um, I've got to say, Mark, last night, my brother-in-law, Mark, Nick's brother, tried to tell me that the Cavs were going to get swept. 
by the Florida Panthers. There's a probably there's probably a lot of people that actually think. And that. then when I asked him if he wanted to put money on it, he told me no. <laughs> I was so mad when he was saying it. I'm like, uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. No freaking way. Well, I, I'm nervous about the Panthers because they've got a stacked team. But well, and you know, Ovi will be back. He's got to be back. Well, I guarantee you, they're just resting him. So Ovechkin's likely to play game one. Yeah. Yeah. So I think game one's tomorrow. But Ovechkin's likely to play. P.S. Did you see? I know you saw it because you reshared it. But that video of him wooing yeah, the and, Rangers and, crowd. Well Mark, well, Mark was like, dude, How Ovi's hurt. How can you hurt. not love Ovi? And I was like, dude, if Ovi's hurt, he's not there in New York. <laughs> you can obviously tell he just he wants to be there with the team, dude. Yeah. Dude, Ovi's an all-star. Like he When he retires, he should just become the mascot for the team. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. even have to wear the bird suit. He's just the Capitals like hype man. Like, oh, I love him. Oh man. I could I, I could not get tired of watching those videos of them in the tunnel. Like getting oh, no. on the ice, dude. <laughs> I like, love it. Every one I see, I'm like, dude, this is the funniest thing ever. And then then I see you got, one. Then you got Wilson and Oshi smacking yeah. each other on the ice. <laughs> yeah. So I mean the Caps just look like they have. I mean, I'm not like a Caps fan, so to say, but like I do love they, watching. They the have Capitals. a blast. Like the Capitals would be the funnest team in the NHL to play for. Mm-hmm. That and maybe the Ducks. The Ducks seem like they have a lot of fun, but the Caps definitely the funnest team to play for yep. in the NHL. Yeah. So Ducks would have more fun if they made the playoffs. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, couple of things. It looks like Jari's going to be out for the full first series for the oh, Penguins. What? So. I mean, if you need to adjust your brackets, do it. I Maybe. guess you can't. By the time you're hearing this, you're already done. Shit. So, <laughs> so he's gonna be out. But and Anti Ranta is gonna be starting for the Hurricanes because Anderson's still out. Which shit! I wish what? I knew this I before love, I filled my brackets out. Well, you can change it. All the people who are listening, they can't because it starts. Start. <laughs> <laughs> but so Anti Ranta, which is like, dude, this is the thing about Anderson is he's a stellar goalie, super good. Come those injuries, who knows when you get them? I mean, that's what happened last year before the playoffs. Is he mm-hmm. got injured right at the end of the season? Was out for like three or four months. Came back right before the playoffs, and they're like, "Okay, is he going to be good to go?" And they ended up sticking with Campbell. And they go out first round, but who knows what have happened? But so I mean, that's basically the most of those headlines that are you know, yep, you know, people in or out. Um, so I mean, we could just. We could just zoom down, you know, these like Yeah, odds. you want to go over it? Yeah, I mean, let's, so, I mean, let's just start in the West. Yeah. So. Can I tell my picks? Yeah, we're going to talk about them. Okay. Oh, so, I better get my bracket up. <laughs> so, uh, Colorado is facing off against Nashville Predators, which Mark's planning to go out there to see a game, but like Mark has seen the Predators <laughs> in the playoffs. <laughs> so many this times. This the third time, and he's never seen the home team win. He's always seen the Predators win, so. Um, if Mark ends up going to game seven and they go to game seven, Preds in seven. <laughs> you think Preds in seven? If Mark's there, I yeah. mean, they did just win in a shootout the other day. But I guess they were resting people in this and that. But, I mean, we saw it with the Tampa Bay Lightning a couple years ago, like a team that was looked like they were built for the mm-hmm. Cup. I mean, obviously they were built for the Cup because they yeah. won two more. But they went out. I mean, this team has struggled in the second round against – Fairly easy teams, teams they should have beat, and so I see that kind of that same thing mm-hmm. happening again. But I think they're grown a little bit, and I do think I think if the Abs get down two to one in this series, the coach is like, "We're scoring fifteen goals this game." Mm-hmm. So 
I think the you know the abs will win in like six. But if it goes game seven, Preds are taking it. Yeah. So I mean what what's what's your take on Um I have abs. I think the abs <laughs> I was bummed last year with their playoff push. But I don't know. I think they can do it this year. I think they can do it if they have strong goaltending. I think that's the biggest thing is that if their goaltending can st- stay strong, I think that they win Nashville. Yeah. So Cuz they've got the firepower up front. I don't think that's a problem. No, definitely not. I think it's I think it's the goals against that that I'm more worried about with the abs. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, I got abs going. Okay, well, so, I mean, jumping over to the Blues and Wild, which they played at the, the Winter Classic this year. And it's funny how the Winter Classic always ends up being a very pivotal point that, like, yeah. in the middle of the season, you're like, eh. You don't think it's anything. And then you see one of those teams either go to the Cup or, you know, the Eastern yeah. Conference Finals or both play in, like, here we are, first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Like, this is probably the, the like the matchup that most, if you listen to any hockey TV or any hockey radio yeah. or whatever, this is the matchup everybody's talking about. I Because this one is going to be the best first round matchup. It'll be a really good first round matchup. And it's going seven. You think so? I got six. You got six? Yeah. But I, and I really think the wild win. Oh, no, I do got seven. Wild win in seven? Check out that or do you have blues? No, no, I got wild in seven. And and I think it's going to come down to which goalie plays better. Yeah. And I mean, and the Blues kind of have that, which goalie are we going with? Are we going with Huso? Or are we going yeah. with Bennington? And so, but on the other take, Wild are like, well, which one are we going with? Cause they're are both, you kidding me? Because they're both playing great. Here's I, the thing. I honestly think that Vegas would have made the playoffs if they had Flurry. Well, they couldn't afford them, and look at their team. They wouldn't be you able know, to afford it. I don't care. It. They wouldn't have, been they able wouldn't to make have the fought jack out. to afford Flurry. Well, yeah. They I, didn't fight for him at all. I mean, there would have been no they didn't Jack appreciate him. Yes. And no one, I mean, the Penguins didn't appreciate Flurry. I mean, uh, here's the thing. look where they are now. Jack Eichel, did he help him get to the playoffs? No. Would Flurry have helped them get to the playoffs? Yes. Jack Eichel has played zero playoff games in his entire career. Okay. Well, all I'm saying <laughs> is they should have freaking. Enjoy like they they should have that's not the right word. They should have appreciated appreciated flurry. is what I'm looking for. Appreciated flurry. They let go of him. They didn't make the playoffs because they didn't have strong goaltending. We yeah. watched it. We watched yeah. it. Yeah. They yep. traded Leonard out when we were there. Well, it's because he had a hurt shoulder. But is it though the fans weren't talking that way around us? I yeah. don't know if you heard those guys standing but right behind he did, us. He did go to he did go to surgery. He entered surgery two days before the season. Yeah, ended, so. I mean, I mean, that's but still not strong goaltending, whether it's injury or not. But the Penguins, they've already gotten rid of Matt Murray, which is why they kept why mm-hmm. they got rid of. And it Flurry. seems like this is always happens to the team because Vancouver did the same thing mm-hmm. when they had Luongo and Schneider. Yeah, they got rid of Luongo. Such a good goalie. And tandem. guess what? And then later on, they're like, eh, we'll get rid of Schneider too. Yeah, and they got rid of both of them. And yeah. that's the You're Penguins. Like, what the they got hell rid of Flurry, and then they got rid of. They got rid of uh, Matt Murray. And I watch. I guarantee Vegas gets rid of Leonard within a year or two. Ugh. See, I like Leonard. I do, too. But I, really I think like that's going to happen. That's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. And it could happen as early as trade deadline next year. Uh, we'll see. We'll okay. see. All right. I well, just I just think that I think Wild has really strong goaltending. I, they got to. But they have two confident goaltenders. They got to appreciate Flurry. 
They got to. And if I think that if they give Flurry, he wants to play one more season after this too. Yeah, I think so. that if they give Flurry that appreciation, and they, I mean, they show that they reciprocate that appreciation back and forth. I think that they have a really strong playoff run. To be honest with you, I think I honestly think the Wild could win the freaking Stanley Cup. Okay. And like, I mean, you always look at the playoffs and you think, you always think those top teams, you know, end up winning mm-hmm. the cup, but it usually ends up being like two teams you didn't think were going to go. Yeah. Go. Oh, like yeah. the year was Vegas and Caps. Yeah. Those were no teams that like no. people were like. In say, fact, at the beginning of the season, me and Nick were like, all right, if it's Toronto or Capitals, oh, excuse me, in Vegas, we're going. And it, had, and it happened, and, and we're, we're like, going. shit. <laughs> so, I mean, I really hope the Avs go, because then I can go see the Leafs, you know, if they go too, or the Caps, yeah. you know, or whatever. But I, I really think that a team like the Wilds could be that team that, you know, goes. But, yeah. I mean, I see a lot of things going in this playoffs, and we can move on to the Flames Stars. Yeah, let's do it. And I just, the Stars, I have no confidence in them to win. I mean, Jason Robertson is great, but... I think Ben and Sagan are just happy playing hockey, yeah. and they're just kind of like, eh, it's whatever. Yeah, I think that'll be a pretty quick, quick series. Yeah, and the Flames, honestly, on like if you look at the Flames team and the way they're playing, they may be the best team mm-hmm. in you know from back to front mm-hmm. because I mean well, you you can talk about you know we can talk about the two front runners, Avs and the. Florida Panthers, President's Trophy winners. And they have a lot of people that are good, but go back to that goaltending. Yeah, that's you what got, I'm, I'm struggling. You know, is, is, is Kumper the best goalie uh, to win the cup? No. He's going to need a lot of help from defense. Exactly, and that's why I said Avs are going to go out. If they get down 2-1, they're scoring 6-8 to eight goals a game the rest of the series. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I and, don't know. I think with going back to Calgary, you have Coleman... That just came from the Tampa Bay he's team. That, he's that he's that you know lunch pill yeah. kind of guy. Like he's the hard hat guy. Uh, he's also puts on his hard hat and goes to work. He's also got experience in the playoffs. I I just think that the I mean you got Matthew Kachuk there. Mm-hmm. Like you he, got a lot of physical too, and I think that the playoffs change a ton with the physicality. And yeah, and I think Markstrom may be the best goalie in the West right now. Yeah. Yeah, he may be the best goalie in the West. I think Flurry is. Uh, if you're saying you want to take Flurry <laughs> or Markstrom, I take Markstrom every I day. take Flurry. And guess what? If Florida never would have traded away Markstrom, because that's where he came from and he was in their system for a long time, he was actually a first round pick for him, I believe. But if they would have kept him, think of where they would be right now with Markstrom and Nett. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, Longo went there and he finished out his career. Yeah. And that was great. But I wish Jacob Spencer Markstrom. I, I know. But I would take Markstrom over Bob Roski any day of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because guess what? Bob Roski is good, but he has never played to a playoff level except for the one time he beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like that was his one series. And after that series, he was the strongest in the playoffs. So and I hope Spencer Knight plays most of the games because I I do too. I like Spencer Knight. I do too. Anyway, back to Flames Dallas. And I Flames are gonna win in five. That's what I got too. They might even sweep him. Yeah, that's. I think Dallas could win one, but I think it's going to be a pretty quick oh, series. I think they'll win the first one back at home. Yeah, I think they win one, but I got Calgary in five. All right, and then we go to the Oilers-Kings, which they've been kind of pitching this this matchup. 
from for like the last two months. Yeah. Because it seemed like that nobody else in that division was gonna like I know. break through. I mean, it could have been the Knights, but you know, it ended up not mm-hmm. being. So Dude, Connor McDavid's so good. He is. And but their goaltending may be the worst goaltending in the playoffs. Yeah. Koskin and Mike Smith, and I love Mike Smith. Old, I do too. You know, played for the Grizzlies yeah. back in the day. Mm-hmm. Has been around the league forever. I like those old guys. Yeah. But to say that he's going to take them to the promised land, eh, no. I guarantee he gives up one bad goal that ends up costing him a game where he's Yeah, but can Connor McDavid make up for that? He can. And Drysdale. But guess what? They always get beat up. It's yeah, playoff they're not hockey. physical. It's playoff hockey. Yeah. And I'll tell you, if we want to rewind it back to the Avs, if the Avs can't stay healthy and McKinnon or one of those guys goes out injured in that first round, they're done. Yeah, I agree with that. Which is totally going to happen because a yeah, lot of those guys have missed, other, a, they've missed a lot of time this year. That's a whole other view team. that I didn't think about with the Oilers, honestly, is that they, they don't. They're playing an L.A. Kings team that is very young. And very physical. I mean, they they do have like Kopitar and Brown, you know, some older guys. I mean, Dowdy's still there. Quick's still there. I mean, a lot of guys from that cup team are still mm-hmm. there. But they have added a lot of good young talent and have built their team, you know, young and strong and a lot of like middle guys, you know. Yeah. Their, their high school guys are already the guys they had. I mean, Kopitar and those guys. Yeah. But, I mean, they got... Um, <laughs> A lot of guys that just play super hard hockey. Yeah. And so I think that they are going to. I still got Oilers in six. <sighs> you know, I think I think I want to see the Oilers win because I want to see Flames Oilers. And that's what everybody wants that's, to see. That's what I got. Like everybody. Oilers. Like, if you think about like from the from the media perspective mm-hmm. and an outside viewer, you want to see. The Battle of Alberta, and you want to see the Battle of Florida. Yeah, you do. Those are the two best second-round matchups on paper. <laughs> yeah, but, it's true. But it's I true. guess what? The playoffs doesn't work how we all want them to work. No. So I really think... I think I put on my thing Oilers because I want to see that, but I really think the Kings win this series. Yeah, I got I got Oilers. I think that Oilers I think will Kings win. win it, and I think Quick is on the bench. Yeah, not playing? No. Uh, we'll see. I think Oilers. And they might just... I think Oilers can at least win the first round. I think LA might even like flip goalies back every other game. I'll see. So... Bold statement. Yeah. So, so who do you got? Who do you got winning the... We're not going all the way. We're just doing first round. Oh, we're just doing first round. All right. I mean, yeah, we're just doing first round. I mean, if you want to like, I think Flames win the West. I got Minnesota. Going all the way? Mm -hmm. Maybe I... Maybe I had Minnesota on my thing. Nah. But I, <laughs> I think going to go change it. <laughs> I, think the, I think the Flames could win it, but I think Minnesota, it's yeah. going to be Minnesota Flames in the Western Conference Finals, mm-hmm. I think. All right, jumping over the East, your favorite matchup in the, of the first round. No, I did not want to play the Panthers. Caps, and if the Caps could have just beat the Islanders twice, once, twice, you know, they would have not had to play in this situation. But Yeah, but I have to say I'm glad they're not playing the Islanders right now. Yeah, the Islanders, I, I would rather play Florida than the Islanders. I yeah. feel like they can never play good against Islanders. Yeah, um, I, I got caps. I, I, I got I, caps in seven. Yeah, I, I mean, think it goes seven games. The and thing I think is, I'm going to be freaking out. I think <laughs> caps win if they can score goals. Yeah, and I, I mean, here's the thing too. Though, and their, it's going to be goaltending isn't super strong. No. 
Vin- it's not. Samsonov or Vinicek will not steal you a game. No. They won't. No. So you just got to make They've sure. They've got a strong defense, though, and I think that's where. They're getting they older. Make up, they block a lot of shots. They do. And that's the thing the Caps do is they work. And hopefully you get the Caps that want to work. You got OV hitting people. And Does Sidney Crosby hit in the playoffs? Very uh, rarely. Yeah, but. Very rarely. I mean, I'm on a, I don't like Sidney Crosby either right now. I like him when he retires. Yeah. But you can't. I, I mean, but even Connor McDavid. Is Connor McDavid throwing checks in the playoffs? No, I mean. No, he's OV, not going to. Ovi's, I mean, he's older and he probably shouldn't be hitting as much, but he's going to. I've seen Ovi fight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. so that's a whole nother level of physicality. I mean, Crosby has table. more fights than Ovechkin, but yeah. But I think Ovechkin has probably triple amount of hits. Yeah, he's a physical player. So I mean, I would love to see the Caps win this, but I love the Panthers too. I mean, Panthers, so. Panthers are physical too, though. So I and think I mean, that's the Panthers be a really physical. Haven't won a playoff series. I think it's twenty three years. They're also but President's 19, Trophy winners, so they're cursed. That, they can still win a playoff round. They're cursed. They're not going to win the Stanley Cup. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, President's trophies you winners usually end up going to like the finals or, i know because you know. caps did it two years in a row yeah but they, very, they lost in the second very round. they sad. lost in the second round both those years yeah it was very sad i was yeah. a fan so i think panthers do make it to the second round um screw your screw that i got caps hey, caps and seven that's one of those matchups i, I mean i I'm okay with because, uh, yeah. You know, okay, so a disclaimer, my East matchups all the way to the cup, I kind of went with my heart. <laughs> like, I always go with my heart. <laughs> West, I went with what I really thought. Yeah. East, ah, I got to go but with hey, my heart. But hey, I mean, if, we, if we're looking at this whole, like, this one bracket here, I mean, we have a three out of four chance, you know, of a team that we, yeah, we like it's to true. follow. It's true. I mean, with our luck. I do like the Panthers. With our luck, it'll probably be Tampa Bay. But, <laughs> <laughs> but all right, we can move on to that Tampa Bay-Toronto series. Toronto and seven. Toronto and seven. I hope it doesn't go seven because they are, I mean, look at the history. They've lost. They lost in game six to Washington, game seven to Boston, game seven to Boston, game five in the play in the like play-in round or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call that. It was still playoffs to Columbus. And then last year, game seven to Montreal. So yeah, if it goes game seven. So hot for them. And I mean, they either just don't show up because when they played Columbus, the, it was not even a game. Columbus just held them out, you know, yeah. the whole time. You know what, though? I think that is a team that can can stand up to Tampa Bay, though. Well, I mean, O'Keefe came out and said it's going to be a physical series. Yeah. So I think he has told his boys. You're get better, ready. Get ready, and you're mm-hmm. going to go out hitting. But Tampa Bay have a tough team, too. They, got they have a really tough team. They got Pat Maroon. You know what, He's though, won the last three Stanley Cups. I am so sick of Tampa Bay. Yeah, me That's too. It's bullshit. Their team is bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. They're, I, last year, I was pissed about their cap, their salary yeah. cap or whatever. I... <sighs> It's just, I don't want to see him win again. No. I don't. No, nobody wants to see the Tampa. But the Tampa Bay is like, on most they're people's cocky. Like, hopefully they don't win again. Yeah. Nobody they're wants cocky. To see that. I so. mean, I like Pat Maroon. He's a good player, but man, that guy is cocky. <laughs> yeah. He is. Yeah. And I think Kucherov has a bad attitude. He won this cup Kucherov last year. Kucherov is the one that pissed me off with the salary cap last well, year. Well, I mean, it wasn't his choice. I mean, yeah, okay. it, well, it was his choice to do surgery and stuff. But yes, he came back. It was weird. It was sketchy. We don't need to go back to last year, all right? Okay. I mean, I still got bad feelings, obviously. But I I want Leafs Leafs. in six. I mean, I want Leafs in four. I really do. Yeah. (laughs) I'd like Caps in four, too. 
But I think it'll be Leafs in six, given the former Stanley Cup champions, you know, two wins. But Leafs have got to... I mean, if, if they get down in this series, they're going to feel the heat. And like the Avs, they're going to be told to go out and score seven or eight goals. Mm-hmm. And Austin Matthews will take ten shots on net yeah. a game. I just I don't think there's any room in that series for... A bad game. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta. A bad even moment for these Leafs. I think that they need to, they can. Yeah. I totally I, think they I can. I think any team in this bracket has to work hard. Cause yeah. I think they Same have the, the hard, I think they have, I think uh, this bracket is the hardest bracket out of all of them. I to think go so to the too. I think so too. But. Which so, sucks that both of our favorite teams are in it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what if it's Leafs caps second round? That's what I got, man. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah, till the Leafs beat the Caps, and then you're sleeping on the couch. Well, last time they played, was it five years ago? <laughs> Caps beat the Leafs. I know, and I didn't sleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, moving on to Hurricanes-Bruins, which is like, to me, this is the boringest matchup of Dude, this whole playoffs. Dude, I hate playoffs. the Hurricanes, and I hate the Bruins. Yes. I didn't want to pick either of them. I think the Hurricanes will win, even though they're not going to have they're not going to have goaltending. Nah, I, mean, I got Boston. Have, you got Boston? Mm-hmm. Boston and six. I mean, I could totally see it because Boston is that team that kind of shows in the playoffs. Just a but they jerk. don't have Tuka Rask. Yeah. And their goaltenders are okay. Their goaltenders are okay, but. I mean, but I guess, you, got, but I guess you have the Hurricanes playing with okay goaltenders too. Yeah. I mean, you got Anti Ranta starting the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I still got Boston. Well, it, I think it comes up to firepower, and I think. The Canes have a little Marchand, more firepower. I mean, yes, never count you got out. You never count out Marshawn. I don't because, like him, but he's for, a good player. I mean, he he scores a lot of goals and somehow playoff. He's a playoff hockey guy. Yeah, yeah. He pulls out a goal somehow. You know what? Maybe I should switch my pick. You're starting. I think I'm <laughs> on the Boston bandwagon now. I no, freaking hate Boston. I don't like Boston. But I don't like Marshawn. No, but me either. He's but you're, you're, you're giving a good pitch, or is what I'm saying. Right? It, it's true. But Autumn knows her playoff hockey. We watch a lot. <laughs> we do watch a lot of hockey. <laughs> that's, you know, that's... It's been good. A, it's been a good thing we've done since Dude, we, if we, we are home, if we're home, that's, that's hockey time. Yeah. Like we, or or we'll go to Mark's. He's got three TVs in his front room. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it makes it nice to watch all the games. Usually in playoffs, we pull out a second TV in our front room too. Yeah. So but, all right. we don't miss a thing. No. And so the last matchup of the wet or the East, we haven't talked about Rangers, Rangers Penguins. Penguins. I may or may not have changed my pick after you told me Jari's out. Yeah, Jari's out. So so uh, I got Rangers. You got Rangers? Six. Um, I think Crosby and the crew still get it done. Yeah? I think, I mean, Crosby came out and said this is our last run as this crew. Mm-hmm. So they want it. And so they want it. But that might also be, I feel like Malkin's been kind of phoning it in for the last yeah, you know, little bit. I really like, I mean, okay, I'm not a huge fan of Crosby, but I, these last couple seasons, I have watched him and I just don't think he's the same Crosby as he was. But I'll tell you, I'll tell I you, don't. here's what I think. I think he, back in the day, I hated him so bad because he was so good. I think these, now I don't hate him as much no. as I did. Because, I mean, he's still so good. He's Sidney Crosby. But I just don't feel like he's Sidney Crosby that young Sidney Crosby was. Here, here's my hot take on this series. I think Chris Kreider goes from scoring 50-plus goals this season to zero in the playoffs. You think so? I do. I, I mean, that's just my, like, hot take on this. And I Panarin. Think you got Panarin on the on the uh, Rangers. He's, he's coming back. He's, he's going to score a lot. 
He's the playoff guy, but he's never succeeded in the playoffs past the first round. Well, there's always a time for that. I mean, okay, no, no, no. He won. I think he was on the Stanley Cup winning team with Chicago. Was he? I don't know. I don't know that, but I know. I'm saying since Chicago, he hasn't really done much. Yeah, I, I've got faith in this Rangers team. I think, I think. But what I'm saying is, I think Rangers have stellar goaltending, but they can't score goals. Because I think the Penguins... That's debatable, though. The Peng, no, I'm just saying not against this Penguins team. This Penguins we'll team, see. a lot of these guys have won Stanley Cups. Yeah, they're experienced. So I think that you know you have a lot of young talent on the other team that hasn't played a lot of playoff hockey. And yeah, so that's true. they end up you know falling to these guys. And I think it's going to be boring games. I think they're going to be 3-2. <laughs> I think they're going to be 2-1, yeah. 1-0, yeah. maybe 2-0. Yeah. They're going to be low scoring, but I do think Penguins win, give it six or seven. Yeah. I, I still got, well, we'll see because I got Rangers. Yeah. So, uh, and then, I mean, just who you got winning in the East? You got Caps. Okay. Yeah, I got Caps. <laughs> Caps <laughs> okay, okay. Rangers. Let's put, put your heart away. And who do you think really is going to win the East? Um, I honestly think whoever wins that top bracket, Panthers, Capitals, Leafs, Toronto or Leafs, Tampa. Whoever wins that bracket, wins. Yeah, I I would almost go as far as saying wins the cup. I I, look I at, think cup winner comes from that bracket. I look at the East, and I think any one of those teams could end up going to the to the Stanley Cup. But I will say that you know I don't know. I mean, I think whoever comes out of that bracket wins. Yeah, and so. I got Caps, obviously, because my heart kind of got in the way. Yeah. I still think Caps can do it, though. They could. And that's the thing about the East is, like, you look at every one of those teams and you look at each one of those teams individually. I mean, Tampa Bay's the one exception because they've won the last two Stanley yeah. Cups. Where you're like, that team's not going to win a Stanley Cup. And then you, you look at them a little bit longer and you're like, well, I could see them win a Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the, the whole East from top to bottom, whether it's Hurricanes, Rangers. I think... East you know, wins. I East wins for the sure. The Penguins could end up being there. I mean, they could. They could. And they could end up winning it. The hard thing about these brackets is like so much. Like, I'll tell you the, what. The playoffs change. It is the Stanley the Cup playoffs. Yeah, it changes the team. So it's like you could sit here and talk brackets all day, but then after the first round, you're like, holy shit, that a, team I a, didn't think was going to do anything is going to the Cup because they dude, just usually turned I, it on. I, you know, I usually pick my bracket. I'm like, oh, they're winning, they're winning, they're winning. And then I usually have one team in the second round because guess what? Everyone who I thought and I and I look at it and like in a week, yeah, you're like, in a week, how did that? You're going to look at the brackets. Okay, in two weeks yeah. when they're all finished, you're going to say, why did I think that team was going to yeah. win? Why yeah. did I think that team uh-huh. was going to win? I, that team for but sure. But it's because you didn't the the playoff vibe, the playoff vibe that comes in, the physicality, the yes. intense like it's intense. I it's just going to change. And so, yes, I really do think that uh, there's nothing better in sports than playoff hockey. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's a new beast. It's the funnest stuff to watch. Like, if you have a neighbor that's like thinks about watching hockey or becoming a hockey fan, Tell invite them, them over. The invite them over. Make some delicious food. You know, and just and just like you know, if he's got a question, answer it. But you don't got to explain offsides unless he's wondering what offsides is. You don't got to explain icing unless he wants to know what I say. And maybe he's like, why are they blowing the whistles? Like, well, it was icing, you know. But don't talk their ear off. 
let him, you Watch know, the game. give him a little, Enjoy like, it. give him some pointers of, like, you know, maybe some history on some call, guys. Or, or what this call was. Help him understand the game. You know, and don't be that The hardest her. thing about watching hockey for the first time is people look and watch it and they're like, and, and even like youth hockey, they're like, why'd they blow the whistle? Yeah. What was that? Yeah. And then when it's a lines call, they're like, oh, a penalty? And you're like, no, it's a lines call. And then you have to explain the lines call. Right. Here's here's how Offside. you. I'll tell you what. This is how you. Yeah, how you turn someone into a hockey fan that like they see the scuffle, and like they're gonna go, oh, don't act all excited too. Like I mean, you've watched hockey, you know what's yeah. coming. Don't act like you didn't think that was gonna happen. Right. Just let them know that happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> too many people play up the fighting too much. Yeah. And I just don't think, because I think from an outside perspective, people are like, oh, hockey and fights. Yeah. Fighting, blah, blah, blah. But they don't understand why fighting is a part of the game. Yeah. And I think that. Or why, or how come the playoffs are so physical? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and this is what. Why those physical guys are necessary. I'll tell you what. We just watched the Utah Jazz losing the playoffs. And I watch those games. I don't watch a lot of basketball. I can't watch those games. I don't watch a lot of basketball. so mad. But, like, that's borderline embarrassing, the way that those guys act on the court. Yeah. And how teams let other teams just, like, just, yeah, yeah. I I just, they, the way the they flop. flop I'm and like, and then they, and just that, got, they just won the game because they flopped and Don, good acting. Don Donovic, or I don't know what his name, I don't know how to say his freaking name, the guy who plays for Dallas, dude. Him and his facial expressions and, like, talking smack. Like, dude, that guy, thank his lucky stars he doesn't play hockey. Because oh, yeah, if he, he had that attitude in the NHL, I don't care if he's a superstar. If you're a superstar in, in hockey, you respect other players. Yeah. And if you're, I mean, and let's take Crosby. Crosby's one that, like, a lot of people look at. I look at him, and I think he's crybaby Crosby. And he calls a lot of people out, and he does it. But guess what? He gets punched in the face a yeah. lot. Yeah. And he punches other people in the face. And he takes it. And so... That's my one example, and I, I I use it because you know Crosby is that kind of guy who wears his heart on his sleeve and kind of yeah. a little more vocal. And there's he'll, a lot of there it, is yeah. a lot of guys that are like that. But guess yeah. what? In hockey, you act like that, you're gonna get punched in the face, yep. and yep. that and you know that's gonna happen. And so if you want, I mean, Sean Avery, bad yeah. worst attitude in <laughs> I hockey. I did not like him. Worst <laughs> attitude in hockey. But he knew he was going to get his, his face punched kicked. in. And <laughs> yeah. he was okay with it. Yeah. You know, so he knew it was coming. in basketball, they can just act like that. They can. And just and, walk and, off and the court. And nothing will happen. Well, and even it, well, there was one game that we were watching. I don't think it was the final one they were in, but. He fell down. He and he fell. like He like grabbed the jazz he, players. He's going down. Like Yeah. Well, then the jazz player tries to help him up and he starts a fight. And because the jazz player pushes the guy that comes in third like he pushes him, he gets kicked out of the game. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this is what's what? wrong with basketball. Yes, like he was trying to help him up. Watch that replay. Watch yeah. the replay. I can't watch. I can't watch the basketball because I'm just like, are you kidding me? Yeah, and like, I and the level of selfishness. Yes, I mean, yes, in hockey, there's there's selfish players that aren't willing at any level to pass that puck. There's yeah. always going to be one on your team. There's always going to be one when you're playing. That are like, hey, get it to me because yeah. I'm going to put it in. Because I'm the guy. Right? I'm the guy. Always pass it to me or all, whatever. Jazz was so bad. Yeah. So selfish yeah. that I'm just, I was just like, oh, man. And then and then to they went for the win instead of tying it up. <laughs> I can't. I can't with the Jazz. I'm, I like basketball. 
but move. I just, Ugh. it's hard to watch basketball. Oh, it's so hard. The acting is like, and these grown men like falling over, like they just mm-hmm. like got knocked over by like a, a boulder. I know. These guys are like big, big, they have bigger muscles than the freaking hockey players. Like, like I'll tell you what, there's some hockey players that are, are ripped and are yeah. built, but I guarantee you take a shirt off of 90% of the NHL. <laughs> and you're Compared like, to, the, to the NBA. And you're like, that guy plays professional hockey? Yeah. Yeah. It's because they're built different, you know, like hockey oh, yeah. is, is is a crazy different sport. You different know. muscles, big time. Yeah. I mean, they definitely are beating them in the leg zone probably. Yeah, like go watch some of those basketball or football players try to play hockey. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> football players are tough. And every sport has their own toughness that's different. Yeah. Football football's not as much diving, though. Football no. is not no. like basketball. No. I mean, there's there's issues with the quarterback is almost too protected, I think. But yeah, but whatever. this isn't a football and, and basketball podcast, so we should move on. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. Stand the cup finals, whatever. We're not going to, we're not going to say who we think wins the cup yet. I, I think, you know, from my point, but I, you know. I think, you know, from my point. So, okay. Okay. We'll just say it. Leafs are going to win the cup. Caps. <laughs> but, uh, Did we go with our heart? Maybe. But okay. But say, say we're going back and any play team wins the Stanley cup. Like who in the playoffs, you know, if there was another, if there's going to be a Conn Smythe winner, who is going to lead their team? Not if you think that team's going to lead, like win the cup, but which player is going to win that Conn Smythe? Mm. Or who could you see winning it? That's hard. I mean, it, I mean, yes, you could go if like, I think, I mean, everyone, I mean, if I pulled up the, you know, like the odds uh, and like Nathan McKinnon has the top yep. odds. Yep. Barkov, Rantanen, and Huberdu. And then actually Austin Matthews is up there too. Yeah. But that's I mean, a hard one. I, I mean, but here's who the would thing. do Ranton, McKinnon, scored Barkov. 60 goals this season. So you have, but oh. you have two from the, two from the abs, two from the Panthers because they're the favorite teams to win. So obviously two of their players. Yeah, But I mean, Matthews, if he plays the same that he did in the regular season, like if he continues with the yeah, goal scoring, I definitely think. He I would, think you, you don't Conn win Smythe without him. Sure. Yeah, you don't win without him. But I mean, you can't win a game without scoring goals. But there could be that secret goalie that comes up. You know, like Jack Campbell could or just like be playing. See, and <laughs> I know. I mean, if you if Minnesota wins the Stanley Cup, I think it'll be Flurry that gets it, or maybe it won't. Maybe he won't play his best, but he'll just play good enough. I mean, he yeah. went like what eight and one or seven and one with the Wild after the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. He did good. So he definitely could lead them to the promised land. I mean, it could be a defenseman. I mean, it could be like a Kel McCarr. He's up yeah, there on the yeah. list. I mean, if a goalie, you're probably talking Vasilevsky. I mean, Vasilevsky yeah, is yeah, he's is so good. Vasilevsky is the Tampa Bay Lightning's best, you know, oh, yeah. asset to get back to that Stanley oh, Cup. Oh, big time. Him and Kucherov, because mm-hmm. Kucherov just seems to always score. Like he, if he doesn't have a goal with five minutes left in the game, he's scoring. Maybe that's why I hate him so much. Yeah. Usually. I say hate, you guys. I don't hate any players. Yeah, don't say hate. Hates I, I might hate Marchant. <laughs> <laughs> but if he was on the cap, so, I mean, he's a Wilson. <sighs> he's a Tom Wilson. I love Wilson. Wilson. I do, too. Tom love, Wilson is one of the You know what? Some favorite. people hate Wilson, and I love him. I love watching Tom Wilson play. Mm-hmm. He's a but, freaking good player. I mean, if the Caps win the cup, I think it's... I think it's someone like John Carlson that wins the... Mm, I mean, so so I think Matthews, if the Leafs win, John Carlson, if they win, of course, it's going to be Huberdu or Barkov. I think if the Panthers win, I say Backy if Caps win. It could be, could be, could have Mm -hmm. like 19 assists in the playoffs, you know, or something like have a crazy amount of assists. 
Guess we'll see. I mean, if Penguins win it, probably be like Crosby. Yeah. Uh, if Hurricanes win it, it'd be like Ajo, probably. Yeah, Hurricanes um, are garbage. If Boston wins it, it'll be... It could Marshall. be Marshawn, you know? It could be like everyone, and everyone boos him, like, even more louder than when the commissioner comes out. <laughs> like, they, they just keep the boos rolling, you know? Um, or, Unless it's in Boston, man. It, those, those those Boston fans love Marshawn. And if it's Rangers, it could be Shersteekin. Uh, you know what I would like to know? Huh. Who, you should do an Instagram poll. Who people hate more, Tom Wilson or Brad Marchand? <laughs> They just they're like, can they're I both, vote? They're, can I vote twice? Yeah, they're <laughs> both really hated. Yeah. So, Players. I mean. You it, love them or you hate them yeah. is what I'm saying. I mean, if the Blues win, it could be anybody. Yeah. Because Bennington's probably not going to be the goalie he was then. Um, Flames win it. It's it's crapshoot, you know. It could be anybody. I got Coleman. I don't think he's gonna because usually I it's like, based on, it's usually based on points. Is and it? Coleman does get points, he doesn't but he's score on, as much. Yeah, he's on like the third line. I like Coleman. Yeah. He is one that I think has made a huge difference on that Calgary team. Yeah, I mean, and then Dallas wins. It'd be Robertson, maybe um, Kings win. Could be anybody. It'd be know. some random dude. It'd be like when um, oh, I forget who went on there. Jarrett Stoll, I think, won it or something. One of the years they won it. Like somebody was. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like something was like, what? He won it? But he had the most points or something. So, I mean, I'm just excited. I can't wait for the playoffs to start. I'm so excited. Like tonight, like we have such a busy night, but like usually the first night Dude, of the playoffs. my phone is going to be on playoffs all night. Like usually the first night of the playoffs is like a holiday in our house. Like yeah. we usually have like, we usually invite everyone over. Yeah. We got snacks, we got Ooh. drinks. Yeah, but, Jared, it, it, usually if if there's the suite, Jared has the game on in the suite though. So you yeah. can go run over there and watch it. Yeah. Or if we sit up there with him. So definitely be keeping my eye. Autumn's going to be up tryouts, So I'm going to have my phone on asking yeah. how that's going i'm gonna have my phone on watching the game I it's got, gonna I mean, be a i better take out like a chaos. like a charging battery pack thing yeah well we're gonna need it all week <laughs> because it's the first week of the playoffs and, and it's out try week. out week oh my gosh yeah so it's a it's a shit show around here but it's great i love it <laughs> it's i wouldn't have week. life any other way it's hockey week is yeah. what this is like this is like this is like the week of Christmas. Like this is this is the week between Christmas and New Year's. Well, not to mention this might be Sunday. This might be more eventful for our, our for our family than like the week before Christmas and like, New Year's. How it's like a full long it week might. of like family and party. Like this that's is what it. it is for us. <laughs> like tonight's Christmas. You know we got. I mean yesterday was Christmas Eve. You know we had yeah, one little yeah. tryout that was kind of the, the teaser. Today's Christmas. We're having tryouts, Grizzly game, playoffs, yeah. and NHL playoffs. And so, and the rest of the week is just going to be full of and fun. And then it's going to end with like a New Year's because it's Sunday, which is Mother's Day. <laughs> it's your yeah. brother, Richard. The reason why Nick is a Toronto fan is because his brother went on his mission to Toronto. And so he's a Toronto fan. And we're going to be at his house for his birthday. On Mother's Day, Which everybody's going to be always, there. I mean, it's it's happened that we've been able to watch a, a couple playoff Once. games. No, we've we watched a couple. We, we can remember he came here. Okay, okay. When okay. Columbus played. Yeah. No, was that his birthday? No, that wasn't his birthday. I don't think it was his birthday. I think there's only been one time it's been on his birthday for, for playoffs. No, it's been twice. 
but they've lost both times on his birthday, but hopefully it's, it's, not, <laughs> hopefully it's different. But yeah, win. it's going to it's gonna end universe. with a bang because we get to be with Richard on his birthday. It's Mother's Day. Huge, huge Toronto fans. It's going to be a good day. Yeah, finish the tournament on Sunday. I got, a, I got a good feeling. Do we have tournament games? We have tournament games We have tournament Sunday. playoffs So it's the Sunday. end of tournaments. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be like New Year's. So. Yeah. Oh, Speaking man. of which, we're probably going to have to go straight from the playoffs to Richard's house. <laughs> I mean, I mean from, from the... From the oval. oval, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right, and to end this episode, um, hockey community really, you know, it was really hard. This past month, we it was actually, you know, a couple weeks ago, but yeah, um, lost a good, you know, hockey local player, local boy, local boy, Gage played, Manning. Yeah, played for DCI. He played for DCI. Davis I mean, Manning. I didn't know him like personally, mm-hmm. but I knew my nephew. Our nephew. Yeah, he lives in the same neighborhoods. So they yeah. knew him, and. I, I had a couple of the teammates come on and do some interviews, you know, telling some things about him. I thought it was a good way to like remember him. Yeah. And so it was good. And and I and I want to share like one of the memories I had with him. Okay. And so we went to one of the DCI games and he he like got thrown out because he checked a kid really hard and he ended up starting a scuffle. Uh-huh. And he got thrown out. And I went to the bathroom. I think I even had like Brooks with me uh-huh. and I had to pee. And I went to the bathroom and like he like quickly like like turned around like I like I snuck up on him and like, oh hey and I was like and he's like you enjoying the game you know like, <laughs> like he was like pitching it to me like yeah. like, uh, like he was making sure like this guy that just walked into the bathroom was enjoying the high school hockey that's game, awesome you know? yeah and I was like yeah I actually am and he's like yeah I mean I don't know if you saw a scuffle but that uh, you know I got yeah I said yeah oh, you're Gage and he said yeah yeah I'm Gage I said oh I'm I'm Z's. I, I, got, I think I called him Zach, but I'm Zach's uncle. He's like, oh, okay. And like Preston, <laughs> I think Preston played on the team still. So uh-huh. I was like, and I'm Preston's uncle too. And so he's yeah. like, oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, yeah, I just thought it was funny how like, you know, he just like, yeah. the immediate was like, you enjoying the game? Like, yeah. Having fun? He was like, so concerned about it. And he always had high energy. Yeah. I want to tell you about my only experience with Gage. And I didn't know this was Gage at the time. But um, we went to a game. We went to maybe two games this last season. Yeah. Um, for Tucker Lehman. We go usually watch Tucker Lehman on that team. But uh, we we were already at Steiner. And so we were like, we're just going to stay for the DCI game. Or at least the first game. half. It yeah, game. it was a playoff game. And on the small ice over on Steiner, the handicap, it was, very, it was so full that I was like, I'm not even going to worry about trying to get a spot over yeah. on the benches. So the handicap area is at, on the far right. And it just so happened to be right next to the DCI goaltender's net before they started the game. So they did their, like, pregame skate, whatever. And I wasn't used to this because I'm used to youth hockey where all the kids go and the coach pitches something and, you know, that's that. Gives them their talking to Yeah, it gives them their little pep talk or whatever. Well, these boys, there was a girl and a couple girls in there too, but these kids... Um, huddle around the net and I was like oh what's going on you know they huddle around the net and it was Gage that was giving the speech and he just sat there um I thought it was awesome because he sat there telling these kids how as a team we can win this game we if we play as a team we're gonna we can win this game it's you know but if we play individually and selfishly we're not gonna win this game and I just remember listening because I was just right there by the net and I'm like man 
this is high school and this kid's got so much knowledge and he's such a good leader. And I didn't even know it was him. Yeah. I didn't even know it was him. So then they go to the bench. I thought it was so weird that the coach didn't even say anything. Yeah. And then they get skating on their game. And I, I, I remember just thinking, man, that kid has got leadership skills. He does. And then a few weeks later, this happens. And I'm like, man, like he, he touched so many lives. And I know that that's the only way that he touched mine, but I just thought it was so awesome that he was such a good leader and he was in it. I mean, I think you could apply that to your life in any way. If we try to do this ourselves, it's not, it's not going to work, right? Yeah. It's not going to work. We got to lean on others. We got to play as a team. We got to go through this life as a team, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Big fan of Gage. <laughs> um, we lost a good one. Yeah, it's sad. It, it's sad that we lost such a good one, but yeah. good memories. And so, yeah, so we got a couple interviews with a couple of his teammates from over this, you know, the year. I mean, seasons, a couple of them played with him for a couple of years. Couple of played, and we have Colton East and we have Vincent Abedia. I probably messed that up. And then mm-hmm. Judd Stewart. So um, mm-hmm. take a listen to these interviews. Okay. All right, so today we got Vincent Abeda, good friend and teammate of Gage. How's it going, Vincent? Uh, it's going pretty well. Good. I mean, as well as it can be, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's been pretty, pretty tough. Yeah, it's probably been a tough time for the whole team. And, you know, I mean, yeah, it sounds like you guys, from what I heard, you guys were really good friends, you know, off the ice too. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, it's good to, you know – that, you know, you could be that friend to him and he could be that friend to you. And it sounds like you guys were pretty close, but, um, yeah, just trying to, you know, I mean, everything I've heard from him is just, he was a stand up, you know, guy, you know, super good yeah. teammate, you know, great captain. I mean, I just keep hearing these stories about qualities of, you know, that make a great captain. So, um, is there any stories, you know, off the top of your head, you just want to like shout out about leadership maybe. Um, I don't know. He would just—he would just make the team a lot better, and um, you know, he was just a really, really good team player, and he—he—he he, he wasn't selfish on or off, off the ice. Nice. You know, there's, there's, oh, sorry. No, uh, you're good. Just... <laughs> <laughs> there's just one time that uh, we were all having a pretty bad game, but uh, he um, he was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go out there. And uh, I'm just going to do my thing. And he just gave a – right off the bat in the span of, like, two minutes, he gave, like, almost two assists and a goal. Like, he was just <laughs> such a team player. And he just – yeah. He just said, I'm going to go out there and do it. And he just went out there and did it. That's that's. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, that's <laughs> there's not many people that, you know – I no. usually say that, you know, too, and it doesn't work out for me. So yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome that he can, you know, call his shots, you know, say, yeah, I'm going to go do it. Watch this. That's, that's, that's yeah. an awesome story. <laughs> so is there, what you got any like funny stories, you know, something that sticks out, you know, the funny time, you know, you never, you never knew what he was going to do next or what he was going to say. He was just, someone just say something, just something random he would say. <laughs> he just he just like popped it off, you know. Let everyone wasn't yeah. wasn't afraid to say anything, and you never knew what uh, was coming next. Yeah, he would always he would always uh, he would always let you know what's going on, or 
or he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't really afraid to say anything or do anything as a matter. Yeah. I mean, being a captain, that that's a good thing for a captain. I mean, captains yeah. shouldn't have to worry about what they're going to say. And I mean, you, you pick captains because you know their leadership and usually a leader doesn't worry about, you know, what, what he's going to say and how people are going to take it. He says what needs to be said. And that's what kind of what I've gotten, you know, from other stories that he yeah. kind of, he kind of was a presence in the locker room and, you know, he said what he needed to say. And, um, I mean, what, what were some of those locker room qualities that he had that, you know, that you were going to remember? I would say he was, he was pretty vocal. I mean, like a lot of captains would just sit there and, you know, let the coaches talk, and, but he would always he would always let people know, like how you could do something better or how you could do something better for the team, um, and like how we played. Because sometimes people are just like, "Yeah, you played good. You could have done better." No, he was like, he would he would really let you know. <laughs> that's that i mean for better or worse i mean constructive criticism is a real yeah is a is a is a thing that we all you know need to hear sometimes and you know some people can take it but i mean it's the people that can dish it out that are really good at, you know dish yeah. it out and you know that they're not trying to offend you and they're not trying to put you down but they're really just telling yeah. you you need to do this and you need to do this better <laughs> yeah but the he would just say it in such a way that, you know, it was just like, oh, okay. But, yeah. <laughs> that That's awesome. And, um, I, I mean, what's one memory that you're never going to forget? Like, what's one story, I mean, one memory, one quality that you're going to take and you're going to, you know, you're never going to forget that about Gage? I don't know. There's. I don't I don't know if anything on the top of my head that I mean everything that I pretty much said is I'm never gonna forget but uh, there's sorry, never I one one thing he did on the ice you're like nobody else would have done that you know but that was that was a gauged moment yeah well <laughs> he was just very he was a really aggressive player <laughs> you'll you'll see him go on the ice and you'll see him look at a specific person. You're like, oh, no, here we go. <laughs> and then something's about to go down, yeah. Oh, that That's awesome. And I heard he stood up for people on the team, and, you know, yeah. he, he he stepped in when he when he needed to do that. I mean, even though, you know, you're not really supposed to do that in high school hockey, but we yeah. all – But everyone feels more comfortable when they know they got someone like Gage on the ice. Exactly, yeah. So that's, that's awesome. And, you know, I, I'd – I'd say to you, you know, just remember those qualities, remember those things that he did and on the ice, off the ice, the way he carried himself and just, you know, put those things into your own life and try to remember him by, you know, like, like being the more like gauge, you know, if you could, you know, yeah, sum it up. So, um, I, I thank you. Is there anything else you wanted to get a shout out or say? No, I think that's it. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on, Vincent. I uh, appreciate it. And, you know, hopefully, you know, you can get through this tough time and we'll see you back on the ice next season. Are, are you a, are you a senior this year? You're, you're a senior. I, I am a senior. I am a senior. All right. Well, well, you know, hockey is never over for anybody. <laughs> yeah, ever. <laughs> so, all right, man. 
keep going, keep skating, keep playing, you know. Have a good day. You as well. All right, see you later. All right, so today on the podcast, we got friend of Gage and teammate of Gage. Um, how long did you guys play together? We got, we got, so let me, let me just start. Right. Oh, man, jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, right. You're good. All right, so today on the podcast, we got longtime friend and teammate of Gage. Um, we got Jude Stewart. What's going on, Jude? Uh, not much. Uh, it's going good. Yeah, so how long did you uh, play with Gage? So we had played together for two years, but I had known him two years prior because my older brother had played with him as well. Okay. So, I mean, I just want to, like, share some stories, maybe some fun stories about Gage, you know, just kind of, like, remember the good times, you know, and the hard times that, you know, people are going through right now. So um, is there any stories that stick out, you know, funny or, you know, just, like, I mean, I know he's a stand-up guy. I mean, that's what I've heard from a lot of people is he just – you know, stand up guy. So, yeah, no, he was he was amazing. He was uh, he was the life of the party. You know, and there was never a there's a never a dull moment with him. He uh, uh, I I got a few stories. Um, uh, going up to Salmon, we went up to Salmon for a hockey tournament, and uh, that was a lot of fun. And he uh, one thing is one thing about him is it's funny because we would always call him a loose cannon just because he was like you know. You never know what he'd do next. So it's like, like there'd be some games where he would just be like, just be like, skate it up, and he'd and he'd go and score. And then there'd be other games where he'd just be like, you know, he'd be the goon. <laughs> he played every role, you know. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, all. yeah. Sometimes being a captain, you gotta just fill fill in the gaps, whatever whatever's needed that night. You know, you gotta fill it in. And I mean, I've heard some other stories about him, but it seems like, yeah, he you know, had a hard slap shot and could score many different ways, but he also could stand up for guys, but he also was a pretty good leader. So is there any leadership stories you got? Uh, It's pretty much, you know, every time before any game, really, he would always just like, he'd always have something to say. He'd let us, uh, so I was, I was an assistant captain and he'd let us uh, assistant captains, you know, say a few words before he, before he took over. And he was just like, he was always so like hyped, you know, like he, he knew how to rile up the team and get us ready. And the uh, and after every game, he'd always, you know, he'd always make sure he's like, our goalie is our most important player. Like, you know, we gotta, you gotta always be thankful for him. Like he, he was just, you know, he always knew what to say. Yeah, I mean that's I I remember hearing him games I'd come to, and you guys would have your little talks around the net before the, you know, I could always hear him talking and stuff. And yeah, I mean, just. Just awesome, and it's crazy to think that, you know, someone that's, you know, it seems like, I don't know, the good ones, <laughs> you know, they're always, it's like they're on a different level, and you just kind of, you know, you look at it back now, and you're like, man, you, you cherish those moments even more. Yeah. So is, is there any other, like, you got a funny story for us? <laughs> uh, Life of the party story? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah. I feel like I have a lot of stories, but I don't know. My mind's blank. Like my mind's blank. I think I'm just kind of nervous, you know. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, 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 I don't know. Oh, so we are, um, you know, another time when we were up in Salmon, we uh, Colton, he, uh, their family had a cabin, so we went and we went to their cabin. He was like, I could beat any of you guys in pool. So we we were all playing him in pool, and uh, 
he was, we were all doing trick shots, and he was like, he was like, watch this, and then he like went behind his back and stuff. You know, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, he he definitely knew how to just liven the bunch and bring everyone together. It sounds like. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Is there is there any other stories that you want to share? Is there some? Uh, so we uh we also did CrossFit as a team. And uh, it was uh, we would do CrossFit, and he he was like, he's like such he was such an athletic guy, you know. He could he could he could he's up for anything, and he could you know he even if it's like it's really hard, he always was able to push through. And like when we did uh when we did CrossFit, you know, he was always he was always up there like top of the top of the uh you know bar because he just you know he powered through. He was really strong. Set set the tone, set the bar, you know, raise the bar for everyone. I mean, that's a, that's a good captain quality. It's a good thing to have on your team. Yep. And I mean, he'll be greatly missed for those qualities in life. But you know, always remember those things. Don't forget those things every time you get on the ice. You know. Exactly. So, well, it's been fun talking to you. Um, I mean, what what I want to I want to ask you one more thing. What was the last thing he said in the locker room on that last game? Do you remember? Uh, you know, I mean, this is just, you know, he got emotional. You know, it's the last game with all of us. And uh, um, so he he was, uh, he got suspended towards the end of the season. But he was able to play in the senior night with us. So he's like, you know, he was just talking about the importance of that game. And, you know, it's like, this is a game that we all remember for the rest of our lives. And we, we won that game, so that was nice. That is awesome. So, all right, well, thank you, Jude, for coming on, you know, sharing some stories. And, you know, are you, are you, you're a junior, right? So you're coming back next year, right? Yep. Well, yeah. Well, stay strong. You remember everything he told you, and let's, let's go next year, you know. Let's get ready. <laughs> all right, man. Take it easy. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. Yeah, you bye. too. Bye. All right, so today on the podcast, we got another friend of Gage and teammate of Gage's. We got Colton East. How's it going, Colton? You good. That's good. I mean, all all things considered, I mean, as good as you can be, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's a tough loss. You know, we're doing our best to stay together. The team and community, like, the support from the community has been amazing, and so it's yeah, the hockey community really it really is like a it's like a family. It's hard to explain to people who don't play hockey like like everybody who plays hockey is just like part of this like club, this crew, you know. So so it's good to see like the hockey community come together for him and you know. I mean, he did a lot of other things in his life. He wasn't just a hockey player and I know he was part of yeah. other communities and stuff and I saw some like cowboy tough pins, you know. He was a cowboy yeah. guy too, so that's oh, yeah. great, but you know, he was a hockey player, so that's where I step in. I'm like, "All right, this kid's a hockey player, you know." <laughs> and every time I've met him, he's oh, just yeah. a stand-up guy. And so I just wanted sure. to, you know, give him a little, you know, shout out, you know, on the pod share some fun stories of him so yeah um let's just start it off what, what do you got i mean what's a good you know you got like a good leadership story i know he was the captain of the team and what do you got for leadership um, story for leadership i mean like <clears throat> i was his parents came over for dinner last night and we were talking about this and you know he wasn't like 
a big voice in the locker room. Like before the games, I'd always do a thing where I'd get everyone in a circle and just like get everyone pumped up and stuff. But Gage was like, he wasn't one of those leaders that would, you know, get everyone hype. He was just like a presence in the locker room that you, when you walked into the locker room, you knew that he was one of the guys that everyone looked up to, you know? And it was kind of like, it wasn't like intimidation, like scared, but you know, you're like, it's like kind of a good scared, you know? Like yeah. you just see him, you're like, this guy knows what he's doing. He, he's been here for a long time. You know, it'd be like walking into the locker room and seeing like Zidane Chara. Like he's been playing forever. Like he's ancient. And yeah. you just see guys like Gage who've been around forever and they just, you know, so he was just a good captain in that way. He just like, he spoke a lot. He wasn't very quiet, but you know, when he spoke, everyone, everyone shut up and listened, you know, and he kind of kept that discipline together and, with our team and when someone messed up he'd be like hey you gotta you know correct what you did you know make it up to the coaches and do the best you can do that, that's awesome I mean those sound like perfect so, you know qualities of a captain just setting the tone mm-hmm. you know like you said that stare you know like when you walk in like you, it was almost like a confidence like I, I'm getting you know yeah. like he just had this like confidence <laughs> that kind of beamed off him and that that's oh, awesome, yeah. you know. It's good to have that. It makes everyone almost feel a little more, more calmer and like you know get ready, mm-hmm. you know, without even having yeah, to say almost, anything. Almost, oh yeah, it's almost like a tough guy thing because you know in Bantams and PVVs, like Gage was scary. Like he would just kill people on the ice, like just like give them concussions and everything. So like people were just like a little scared of him in that sense, but it was like a respectable way, you know, like. You just knew that he was a tough guy, and you didn't want to, you know, not that he would hurt anyone, but you know, <laughs> he's, just, he's a tough guy. You just you respect those kids in high school. You don't you don't mess around with them. Yeah. How long How long did you play with Gage? Oh. Or how long have you known him? Um, like so we started playing together. Um. So we started playing together. Uh. First year of peewees, and then we were the same age, even though he was a senior and I'm a junior be aged up together yeah yeah, yeah. and right. so we've been with each other since peewees and bantams and all through high school he didn't do like the ninth grade thing where in ninth grade you can play high school yeah so we stayed together we both went to high school our first years together and well, it was a good experience and we've been really close with the family like when we go on tournaments and stuff we always stay with his family or vincent's family just him and him and the the abetas and the mannings are just they're great families. We've just been with them forever. So Gage is, you know, Gage comes to like our, they go to our uh, Thanksgivings every year and stuff. And cause there's a lot of family in Arizona. So they were always at our house for Thanksgiving and stuff. So it was, it was a nice bond to have with him. And uh, he, the first year of Peewee's, his dad does construction. So they ended up working. My dad's a farmer. So Gage and River were always on the farm with us. That was the last time I saw him. Was we were working on the farm, so he's, <laughs> we've known him pretty well. So. That's that's awesome. Uh, is that you got any like funny stories of Gage? You know, um, kind of going into like that tough guy like leadership thing. It was uh, okay. So we went up to Salmon, Idaho, uh, for this tournament. You know, we we hold up with other teams pretty well, like. We beat Cash Valley, and they were ranked number one. And then we lost to Mountain Ridge, which was ranked a lot lower than us. So we had our games and stuff. But 
playing sand and it was just really difficult. Like, I don't know what it was, like maybe the weather or the rink or what, but, um, so, you know, we were getting throttled by these teams and we were playing this team from Teton and I think we were losing like 10 to zero or something. And I'm not really a fighter, like an instigator. I love chirping and stuff, but I don't really get in fights. <laughs> and we were on the boards and this kid cross-checked me and I turned around and I was just so mad. So I cross-checked him. He cross-checked me back, and then we both went to the penalty box, and me and this kid are like, you know, a unistrial detention in the penalty box, because it's like a tiny penalty box. Yeah. And Gage gets a penalty like 20 seconds later for tripping or something, and he comes in the penalty box and sits between me and this kid, and he's like, puts his arm around me, he's like, why are you guys fighting? Like, this is standing, like, we should be having fun, you know? Starts chatting up this kid that wants to kill me, and he's like, you know, like, what's it like living in Teton? Like, what school do you go to? Like, if your parents here, who are you with? Like, you know, just, and I was just the type of kid he was, you know? He literally talked to anyone like that. Like, he, he definitely had a way with people where he could just talk to anyone and get them to like him. So, and in handshakes, minds, and stuff, he was always the most respectful kid, you know, saying, like, you know, great game. I liked how you played. You know, it wasn't just like good game, good game, good game. Yeah. He'd go and like say something to players who stuck out. He'd go up to their captain and say, good job. Their coaches, good job. You know, so it was just, he was just that type of kid that would chat up anyone for sure. That's awesome. I mean, that's a good, I mean, that's a good captain. I mean, that's, that's everything you could ask for in a captain right there. I mean, that little, for sure, like, yeah. just the last little bit you said that, I mean, everything adds up to be a great captain, but I mean, you can yeah. take any one of these little qualities and pretty much make a pretty good captain <laughs> out of it. For sure. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. Is there, is there any other stories you want to share? Um, just like one thing I want to mention is just all the penalties that he got, he must've, I think he was probably, like, one of the highest penalty minutes in the state. Like, he had so many penalty minutes. But a lot of those came from just, you know, like, defending his teammates. And, you know, I remember we were with Emma Emma Ruddy. She's one of the only girls on our team. And she – we were playing Cash Valley. And she got just drilled into the board. And then so, you know, here comes Gage taking, like, eight strides across the ice and just <laughs> – always this kid and like standing up for Emma you know and my sister used to play hockey with us and every time someone you know hit her or something he was always there to back her up and you know he was just a sweet kid like that he never wanted to hurt anyone but he always wanted to stand up for him you know yeah and that's just like great quality about him that's that's awesome, you know, standing up for kids, and I I witnessed that in the game I saw. So I mean, that's, that's the Juan Diego one. No, I well, I am a little bit in that one. I saw him getting rough and tough, yeah. you know. But I, it was oh, the yeah. thing was probably last season or two seasons ago. I it was, I I just saw him stand up for a kid, and he actually got thrown out of the game, and oh, yeah. <laughs> ended up talking. Oh, yeah. to him. He probably got thrown out of the game like ten times. It's not like one time I can't remember. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's, it's, <laughs> it's all in good, you know, good fun. He did it for a good cause, you know, most of the time. And I mean, he sounds like he wasn't, you know, the guy that's trying to fight someone in the parking lot. It's more like, you know, no, no. <laughs> and shaking him in the in the parking lot because he couldn't do it on the ice. Yeah, but if it, but if it, yeah, if it came tonight, he probably would have. <laughs> 
saw someone in the parking lot. He's a rough kid. But, you know, it was always for, it was always for good. Yeah. What? So just to, just to end it off, I mean, what's one thing you'll never forget about Gage? Like, or memory or just something about him that's, you know, going to stick with you forever? Um, It's just every coach we had, like, even in Sports and U, we had these two guys that were in the Air Force. You know, and they were pretty – they were pretty – I mean, not, I won't say mean, but, you know, they were rough on us. And, uh, you know, Gage would just go up to him, put his arm around him, dad his eyes, and just be like, you look great today, coach. And, you know, they just couldn't, <laughs> like – they couldn't just say, like, go away. They just had to laugh, you know. And we had a – we have a coach, Jude's dad, Jason Stewart. He loved Gage. Gage would always, you know – go poke Jason to get a reaction out of him and put his arms around him and hug him and just <laughs> he try to make people feel uncomfortable but in a way that you feel loved. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Just, I'll never forget that. He did that perfectly. He would go up to anyone, give him a hug and sweet talk him. So I'll never forget that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Don't ever forget the little things about someone, you know, like – you know, just take those qualities and try to be more like him. And, you know, I, mm-hmm. I you know, you know, let, let him live on in those qualities and those things and try and, you know, live the way that he lived, you know, or, you know, take on those qualities sure. yourself. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, are you, you got another season, right? You're a junior. Yeah. I'm going into my senior year. Yeah. Well, let's, let's start this. Let's start the season off, you know, hot. Let's, let's go. You know, oh, yeah. I yeah. want to see a DCI championship. <laughs> Same. Uh, <trust> me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colin, it's been fun talking. Is there anything else you want to share? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm good. Thank you for having me though. Yeah, this is, this has been fun. You know, I thought of the idea and just thought, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. The boys, the boys loved it when I told them about it. So, <laughs> well, let them all know. And, you know, I, I'm pretty sure Gage is listening, you know, some, some aspect too. So, uh, Take it easy, man. Okay. Thank you, man. Have a good day. You too. Bye.